Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, you thought we was done? You thought we was finished? Well, you better dead that because the blurds are back. In case you forgot who you're messing with this season, season two, let's go. Let's intro our hosts. Hey, everyone. Brother Ghoulish here, recent author of There's Something Wrong in Warrington County. So, ooh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do a little twerk. Do a little twerk. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's available on... Um, not just Amazon, but Barnes and Noble. Ah, uh-huh, shit. We on the shelves now. Listen. Oh, yeah. One step at a time. <laughs> I'm Sheree the Slayer, and I learned how to read so I can read that book. And I also... <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a co-host at A Nightmare on Fear Street, um, The Altar Tapes. And I also write for that Dread Central place that y'all see me sharing a lot. Yes. And uh, I'm Zero Gravity. And I clearly had um, a great time celebrating the new year, as you can hear. <laughs> My voice is on its Jesus. way out. <laughs> but I love this damn podcast so much that I'm pushing through for y'all. Okay. Well, today we're going to get a little spicy, but um, might break some hearts, might uh, rustle some feathers. But before we get into all that juiciness, What's poppin', everybody? Let's see what's going down in the horror community right now. What's poppin'? What's going on? I want to start with my girl, Megan. Yes. The Megan marketing is confusing the straights, and it's the funniest thing ever. I I can't. This this whole, like, premiere run, um, by the time you guys are hearing this, just know that uh, Megan has come out in theaters this past weekend. And so last week, they were going pretty crazy. The official Megan like dance team, yes. they're all over the place. They were at the halftime Chargers game. They were at the American Girl doll store. They were on the top of the uh, fucking, what do you call it? Almost Eiffel Tower. They were on top of the Empire State Building doing body rolls. <laughs> and the streets are confused. <laughs> the streets are so confused. <laughs> But you know what? It's working though, because I'm pretty sure Megan is is either has already or about to surpass Avatar two. Wow! I think she was number two. Um, and I'm just like, 
Math ain't math, and she should be number one. I took my ass to the theater, and I went to the Alamo because I didn't want people talking through it. That's thirty minutes. That's commitment. Those are doll hairs um, to that Uber driver. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one who was that extra. So like, um, Akila Cooper's winning the internet, and I'm sure that movie's really number one. Show me the box office receipts. Show me. Um, when you said body roll, by the way, zero. I had to. I know you saw me grab my phone. Deadline referred to it as, quote unquote, the droopy sway dance. And I was like, it's body rolling, right? Because I was thinking the same thing when I looked at it. I thought it was a body roll. The droopy sway dance? Yeah. yeah. That is not what Akili Cooper said. I don't know what she said, <laughs> but I know it wasn't droopy It wasn't that. She did not say that. You can't change my mind. Deadline likes to announce that they have a lot of cis white people working for them only. Um, and this is how they remind us with every headline. <laughs> Lacking, very much lacking. Yes, yes. Send them a Himalayan sea salt lamp and (laughs) get them shockers together. Oh, God. (laughs) This is too much. I really hope we get some cute Megan merch. Yes. Me too. Yes. It's coming. I mean, if they know their their place, then they will. Because for the amount of Chucky shit that we have running around and Spencer's and Hot Topic and right. all that other stuff. We should be seeing little Megan soon. Listen. If they're smart. If they're smart. This is about to be like huge gateway are. Oh, Every yeah. twink is going to be Megan for Halloween Let's this year. Yes. My birthday coming up. That's the theme. Megan. I'm saving up for the wig right now. Look. I can't oh, wait. Oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I'm gonna roll in a junior gourd and be like, what's up? <laughs> and y'all gonna be like, no. <laughs> oh my god, Ray's Megan theme party. I'm gonna pull up as Megan when she was like dragged through the grass and her hair was like, up. <laughs> I'm just gonna tease upwards and call it a day. I'm gonna be the one in the black coat in the woods, but like you better run to the wait staff because they didn't bring me to my mimosas. Look <laughs> what you mean get an orange juice? <laughs> in other news. We also have a um, Junji Ito anthology. I believe it's an anthology. It's called um, Junji Ito Maniac Japanese Tales of the Macabre. It's dropping on Netflix on the 19th of this month. That's January. And I'm wondering what happened. So there's like 17 other Junji Ito projects that were supposed to launch last year and this year. This was not one of them. I'm not complaining. I'm not. <laughs> but um, this was not one of them. I have all the answers you need. Because um, as you know, I I am Ito in my mind. I, I'm, obsessed, <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with this man. Um, so it's still coming. That's what's crazy. The The Adult Swim Usamaki, is, it's, yeah. it's still coming. We got a trailer in everything. Mm-hmm. And I fucking knew it. They released that trailer. Well, first of all, when they announced it, they didn't announce a date. And I know that I know what happens when there's no date announced. It means I believe it when I see it. Amen. And so I said just that to myself. And then we got that trailer. Remember? We yeah. We got a whole trailer for it. And then I think it was just coming soon or coming 2022. So I, what happened was in June, Ito's team released a statement and they allowed Collider to release it. And they were basically saying that they need more time because they wanted to release the project correctly because the line work 
um, wasn't coming along the way they wanted it to. And did you try, um, I can't remember the name of the series that they did release, the one that did come out like a couple years oh, ago. Yeah. I, can't, I can't think of the name of it, but um, I think it was just called Junji Ito Collection. But they didn't want it to look like that. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah. They're asking for more time. Like, okay. Um, but what they did when they did that, if you go to Adult Swim's website, they updated the splash page. So now it says coming in 2023 and they added like more information and you can see the full statement from Ito's team oh. um, and all that stuff. Cause they, it, it sounds like what happened was I, I'm going to be the drama whisperer. They thought they were done mm-hmm. and they looked at it and was like, you ain't done. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> and I respect that too, because the last little, you're right. The Junji Ito collection yeah. mid at best um and there are other like um animated adaptations of his stories in the past that are like super mid like there was a i don't remember if it was tomie or Mm um uzumaki i i have um gyo that animated rendition like stuck in my mind that Mm -hmm. was pretty terrible they renamed it to like something the death stench reeks or something like that but that one was also animated but he has such a history of every time his works get animated it's just mid and even like the live actions totally mid mid. yeah so i respect that but also like (laughs) don't give me a date when you're not Hmm. really about it Hmm. i'm not that mad though i'm gonna still be waiting with all my fucking plushies and surrounded by my books and in my junji ito licensed merch because i'm like that i got a blind box right here if you me. cosplay as the girl from usamaki who had like the spirals on top of her head i yeah. think i would pass out I, I don't that would be so fucking awesome i could do like suichi really quickly with the nails yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i have him around here somewhere too yeah. But what do you God, have? Do you have like a, a what a, a, a action figure? Yeah, a little a little pop figure. Oh, see. Oh my God! It looks so cute. It looks just like him. And I I have a couple more too, um, buried in the shelf somewhere. But I do have a blind box that I yeah. just got at Comic Con. What is and a blind box? When you say that word, like what is that? Like it's just a so, mystery box, or yeah, a mystery box. And it's like, it usually, uh, it'll be like one franchise and then it'll show you all the options you can get. Mm-hmm. So you can get these one of five. Then you buy the box closed and sealed. And then it's kind of like whatever you get, you get. Mm-hmm. Which from a collector standpoint is like the worst thing in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. I remember going crazy for the X-Men ones. There's this one, one uh, kind of like chibi type of X-Men blind boxes. And I used to collect Storm figures. Like very heavy. I had a whole shelf yeah. when I was in high school. And my dad and I, my dad is a, also a, a hardcore collector. So yeah. he enables me. And we found like a formula on the internet on Reddit mm-hmm. that says, you know, every blind box in the packaging is uh, laid out in the same way. So if you go to Hot Topic and you look at the case, and you gr- grab the blind box that's in the third row, four over to the left, then you're guaranteed oh. to get Storm. Obviously, that's not true because I oh. left the floor with like 16 Wolverines that day. <laughs> and that's, 
that's when I just totally gave up on blind boxes. But I found this Uzumaki one at Comic-Con and I was like, all right, people spend money at Comic-Con. Let me get it. But I haven't opened it still because I don't want to be disappointed. So yeah. I'll just never open it. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, because at least with Funko Pops, like the front is clear. Because I have like, that's the only thing I haven't unpacked, my Funko Pops. But I have like hundreds of them. Because like, I'm definitely a collector too. But you don't, there's no mystery. Like you see right in the yeah. front what you're going to get. But I'm one of those people who I, I never, I don't open my Funko Pops. They stay in boxes. They're not to be you're played with. In the box, fella. I've yeah. got two from Film Quest, um, from Raven movies like Ghostbusters and Star Wars, and I've never opened them. Like I'm looking at the one from the Star Wars, it's Luke Skywalker. I've never seen a Star War, but I know he's important, and I should keep him in the box. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen a Star Wars. I, I would I not know you. Star Wars on the street you. if I walked by him. I would not know this man. Oh. If you if y'all are ever just out in the world, because um, y'all go to thrift stores too, right? Like sometimes I go yeah. to thrift stores. Okay, all right. If you ever see Lord Beerus from uh, Dragon Ball Z, pick it up. That shit is oh, worth really? so much money. Okay, noted. I'm on the hunt. Noted. So much money. Noted. <laughs> I, I see a note that Wednesday was confirmed for season two. I know we have mixed feels about that because we like Jen Ortega, but Timmy Burton and us don't get along. Um, um, yeah. yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I, I'm all right. I know everyone else in the world is not all right. You know, Wednesday is 2023 right now, I guess. I'm, I'm okay. Did I, y'all watch it? I no. tried one episode because I was putting together a list for TV shows. <laughs> and I was like, what if I'm wrong and this is the best thing he's ever done with his life? And I tried one episode and I was like, this feels like torture. I'm happy that my favorites got a bag, even though it's under Timmy Burton. But like, wait, why? Wait a minute, Zerosha. It looks like you're happy with thine. So is Wednesday <laughs> your tune? Yeah. Okay. Oh, guilty oh, pleasure. Okay. Guilty pleasure. I I feel the same way. We have had this Timmy Burton conversation <laughs> 30,000 times already, so y'all know where I stand. But I got an invite in my mm. inbox to the premiere. They're showing the first episode like dumb early. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I will, I'll go. And I really liked the first episode. Hard. And I binged it all probably in a weekend. I actually did really like it. It, it filled the hole in my heart that Sabrina left. Oh wow. Once Sabrina ended. Because it had that like very like kind of PG thirteen feel, but also like not skimping on like the dark tones. I don't know. I like I was really feeling it. And I don't I know I'm not supposed to say that so loud. Which so I don't. I mean I don't. Like, you'll never see me tweeting about it or, like, anything, but, like, I really did like it. So I'm going to, like, sit in silence with, you know, to my be, beer. To be fair, two other people I know liked it. So that's three. So that's that's saying more than I thought it would have by now. It It's definitely not, like, free of its issues, though. Like, it definitely has a problem the way that the show treats its Black characters. Did like, you read Danny's oh. article? Yes, I did read Danny's article. Shout out to Danny because that was powerful. Mm-hmm. And it was like everything that I was thinking and more. Yeah, there there is an issue with, with their black characters. They have one like supporting character and then another kind of like prominent-ish but still a background character. And, you know, one of them has to be a moron and the other one has to be a bully. 
So things happened. And, um, but luckily that arc was like two minutes long. So again, it's not without its faults, but I did think it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the reason I, I mean, I don't even have to say, I mean, if they, if they listen to season one, they know why I haven't watched it quite yet. It's just one of those things. I just feel like eh, I'm okay, but it's tricky because I don't really care so much like when everyone else is like really excited about something per se, but when people that I trust, like y'all like say, Oh, this thing was worth watching or worth checking out. Even if we're kind of like torn, you know, like where it seems like right now Sheree doesn't really like it as much, but you do, or if it were vice versa, mm-hmm. it definitely makes me curious. It, like, it, 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 it's, it hits different when, and y'all know what that's like. Like, it'd be the same thing if anyone else, like in the nucleus, was like, oh, this thing is like worth giving a shot. You're like, mm, okay, well, I'll at least put it on in the background while I'm doing my nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very right. minimal. It's different too. Like, you know, there's the age old. Uh, war that's like between old heads, the old horror heads, and the new Gen C horror fans that are coming into the genre. There's a lot of um, rustled feathers about Wednesday is not the same as she used to be. Wait, which is definitely yeah, which is definitely correct. Mm. Um, I feel like, and I'm not like an Adams family like Goral or anything, but I've seen enough to know this that wednesday i feel like um in her original form was kind of like dark things excite me you know like she's like a fan of the macabre and things of that nature and that's what makes her happy Mm -hmm. but this wednesday is kind of like just morbid and like like just kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for like monotone like it's not like she's being excited by these things. Yeah. It's just like she's excited by nothing ever, like at all. I relate. But I'm here for Jenna and she's giving it to me. So when am I gonna eat it up? Yeah. No, I, I love Jenna. I've seen her save a lot of projects I didn't deserve her. And so oh. like maybe maybe season two will like do something and I'll be like, okay, let me pull up for more than one episode. Well, I'll have to let you know. Thank you. I'm not saying jump in because you clearly don't want to jump in. I'm not going to do that. But if there is something that I'm like, oh, Sheree has to see this, I'll let you know. Thank okay. you. But there probably won't be. Just letting you know. I, if one is there, I keep a little hope in my window, just a little. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Jenna is one of those like hope in the window type girls. That's some real shit. I feel the same way about that. It's not a long list. Angela Bassett's one of them. Oh, yeah. I think like when she's on a project, it's definitely like maybe. She's maybe. the reason I stuck with American Horror Story a little bit longer than I wanted to. Uh, and then and then she was on there juggling titties and, and you know, it just happened. Hey, yo. <laughs> Ryan Murphy needs to be a whole episode, and it's not gonna make people happy. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. I got words. Um <laughs> Oh my god! Speaking of Ryan Murphy, y'all, I posted a TikTok basically um, wondering who the gayest, most evilest person in horror <laughs> was, and someone put Ryan Murphy. And when I tell you, the comments went insane. Everyone's like, "Yes, correct answer." I'm like, "What?" I'm looking up further than Dahmer. What? I can't take it anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. 
Honestly, my my answer would have been Ellen DeGeneres, even though she's oh, evil with her heart. She's just evil. She was scaring her staff, so she wants to be oh. in horror, just in the wrong ways. <laughs> so. Ellen is the correct answer because I was one of the people fooled by Ellen. I mean, no shade. I Me didn't want to that I much growing so up. I thought she was okay, and then I heard these stories, and I'm like, Ellen, like I knew her and shit. Right? I felt betrayed. And I was like, it can't be true. And it's like Kevin Hart's on my show today. I'm like, oh no, it's all true. <laughs> Everything is true. <laughs> Sheree, please. Please. Not Kevin Hart. She was like, Kevin Hart. I pray he never hears. The bushes. <laughs> I pray he never hears what I'm about to say. I pray. But please. child, I, I hate to admit. That commercial he was in recently, I don't even know what they were promoting. He was looking good. He was sitting up by the poolside in them little shorts. Child, I was like, <laughs> all right now. I was like, slow down. <laughs> uh, it's taken a while, but I finally trained Twitter to not give me any Kevin Hart content. Because, like, I blocked him a long time ago. We're a personal fighting. <laughs> so, like, I was like, I know you don't know I exist, but I'm going to block you to make sure you never show up on my timeline. And then Twitter was like, right? And Twitter's all like, here are all these ads because he advertising everything. He said yes to any commercial. And I'm like, nope, report, report, report. And finally, Twitter's like, she's going to report us whenever she sees this man. So we should maybe stop. And I was like, you're right, Twitter. I got time and wine. Um, I can do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) She's got all fucking day. Listen, I rearranged my schedule. People are like, where the shit we need at? I'm like, I can't. Me and Kevin fighting again. And they're like, you don't know you exist. And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Me and Kevin fighting again. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, well... In other news, before we wa- wrap up the uh, the um, what do we call this again? The wash popping. Yes. I just wanted to do a quick shout. <laughs> it's to... been that long, zero. Huh? It's been that long. <laughs> Has it? You know, because you were like, "What's it called again?" Oh yeah, it's wash popping. That's right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've never done a podcast before. Uh, it's our first. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. You know Mom. what? Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to do a quick shout to our friend Chardé, who has uh, written and directed a short film and the the uh, the poster um, by Creepy Duck Design, which never fails. If you follow them on social media, their movie posters never fail. Um, Their poster was released today and I'm very excited and like, turn up. Let's go. Um, I don't know when it comes out, but I have just today followed all their social media. And um, I think you should take a look and look out for this one because it's going to be good, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I shared their post and forgot to go find the social media for the movie because I just follow Afro Horror. And I was like, but also, I could read the full email. Um, so I'm going to do that when we get off of there. <laughs> <laughs> that poster was dripping. Um, you know what oh, I like about it so much? Wait, hold on. Are we, we're cool to talk about it right now, right? Like, I yeah. Okay, okay. The poster went out after when it's okay. still up. All right, so what I like about it is how whimsical it is because it definitely gives like that dark kind of like fantasy whimsy vibe. I'm yeah. shimmering. I'm Shade, if you listen to this, I'm shimming my shoulders. So this is high level yeah. promotion, you know. Yes, yeah. looks good. <laughs> looks good. I'm excited. A team. And then, yeah, <laughs> and it's one of those things where Shade like like us like she grew up watching horror and like being involved with horror and like reporting on it. 
like this is somebody who knows the tea. So yeah. I'm really curious to see what comes out. Like I'm really excited and just happy. Right. I also think the poster doesn't give anything away. Like my yeah. initial thing was malignant vibe because you got that red in the yeah. middle. And yeah. I was like, I'm leaning all the way forward. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm assuming things. And you know what they say when you assume. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that saying. <laughs> right. If it's like my people. favorite dad line ever. <laughs> you know what they say. You know, you know what they say. Oh my god! <laughs> what is our topic for today? So we're giving you a different kind of end of the year list and giving y'all our bottom tens from last year. That's right. We're reversing this car over 2022 one last time. Expect <laughs> expect tears, betrayal, and some strays. Um, I just want to say for a second, because of how I wasn't reading along with it, you said giving y'all our bottom tens, and then it's not, and it's not you were saying that's right. Like I was like when you were saying that's right, I thought it was like that's Ryan. <laughs> I was to say, um, look, um, accurate, but damn, like wow, just just, just what? It's called Blurdy Massacre, not Blurdy's best friend race. <laughs> I thought you were to say Blurdy Assacre. You know, I don't know oh, what my mind is. Oh my Blurdy. god, Blurdy. Blurdy Assacre. Push the t-shirts tonight. Push the t-shirts tonight, Blurdy Assacre. <laughs> I can't. So let's do a quick layover for some real talk then while we're here. And it's going to start with some more Megan. And I yes. say Megan because... Megan? There's a reason. Okay, all right. Because I see what's listed here, but y'all know me. You know, I, I get distracted. Did y'all see that poster where they took Megan out? And put the Megan from um, oh my god from Key and Pill. Yes. Oh my god! I just retweeted it like right before I hopped on here. They are so fast. <laughs> They're so fast, and it's high quality. Like this it looks is. good. But he does the voice too. The voice when he's wearing the. Oh my god! I know you could. Megan is literally a fucking Tesla. You could program his voice into her. Megan, Did you just call yeah. Megan a Tesla? She is. She is a Tesla. Everyone, this has been Blurdy Massacre. Um, <laughs> if, if, if you, <laughs> she is a fucking Tesla. I can't. Oh my god. There is like I know we just brought this up, but I'm gonna bring it up again. The old heads are very upset. They're very upset, and I think that the reason that they're upset, and I'm not like a pro pro or anything. I'm just speculating. But I believe that the reason that they are upset is because Megan is so tied to like TikTok right now and social media, but specifically TikTok. And the old heads don't understand TikTok. It's the dances, the the, the wet noodle dance or whatever fucking wet noodle. Akilah Cooper did not call the <laughs> dance. <laughs> Who knows what a body roll is? Deadline. Hire some black yeah. people. Whatever Deadline said. <laughs> about that dance but obviously when the first trailer dropped the dance was everything and everyone was like who the fuck is she at that moment the gays claimed her i'm so glad but that dance like you know what do people do on social media these days they do a little dance and so that dance just went everywhere which honestly for a second actually no for several seconds um, even a minute maybe everyone was a horror fan yep. and that is the worst thing to happen 
if you are an old horror head, is to have everybody on board and something become mainstream and popular. No bueno. And you know what? It's just going to happen. I think it's that. And also the same people who didn't understand the brilliance of Malignant are just like, no, Akilah Cooper is not talking down to y'all. You want your bland rice and chicken and you can still have that over there. But like, we're going to have spicy things over here. So you want to come to the grown-up table, you got to take some Akilah Cooper or you got to sit down. Um, <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Because like, I just saw Megan or Mithrigan or whatever you want to call this bitch. Um, she a badass bitch, especially for PG-13. Because normally yeah. PG-13... Like, PG-13s are not usually this good. And people are like, it's a mixed bag. I didn't like it. I wanted more kills. I'm like, bitch, this is not a rated R. Go see a Tarantino. This is a PG-13. What you fucking want? She's, she's, mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it because I know it's still new. But, like, she doing the things in a PG-13 <laughs> schedule. Um, I was never like, oh, this is a bitch to be played with. <laughs> I was never. I was like, this is four feet of chaos. Don't test this bitch. Um, do not listen, but people want to try it. People want to try it. I just, I don't, I don't fully understand the, this, it's such a difficult time for people to accept that there will be new legacy characters eventually. Yeah. Like it's not going to be Chucky and Freddie and Michael and Jason running around forever. Like you got to let somebody new in eventually. Mm-hmm. Hey, we let in art the clown and everybody goes crazy for art the clown he's new here you know annabelle was new here although annabelle did die down for a while but like when she came when that bitch stepped on the scene like you know she was the fucking moment so there are going to be new legacy characters i mean i i really think that's how we get new people into the genre how we get you know what if all of those newbies here are like you know we could have a small Akila Cooper in the audience somewhere watching. They could be inspired by this. But, you know, are they really going to go back to 1990-whatever and watch Candyman if they were born in 2005? Let's be real. You have to start somewhere a little bit easier. Please. A little bit easier. So, I don't know. But I'm here for Megan. I think it's, she's that girl. I also heard a little bit of gossip on the internet about maybe getting a rated R cut. Yes, and I want but, it. I want yeah. It. You saw that gossip too. I don't know if it's true, but I could pray Listen. to somebody. I don't know who. Maybe it's, on the, maybe it's on the Blu-ray or maybe it's something they're going to mm-hmm. give us an option for because people like playing with options on streamers now. So maybe it's like, if you want the rated R, click this button. If you want the PG-13, click this one. Either way, I want more time with her. I don't normally ask for sequels, but I want more McGagan shenanigans. Um. I, I do too. I think it would be... Because for those who haven't seen the movie, I'm not going to do any spoilers. It's way too fucking soon. But the movie doesn't directly lead to a sequel. It's not like a cliffhanger or anything. But there's room. There's room. And especially with the way that this story was kind of formatted, it's going to go a lot further. And I'm down. Switch it up a little bit. Add a... Yeah, a bride of Chucky or something like you know, Chucky went fucking forever, and we got so many new awesome characters. We could do that here. Listen. We really could add even more legacy characters, and you know, make something new. I'm with it. Listen, I'm with it. When I get the Megan Chucky crossover, then I can rest. Yo, Megan, she could fucking beat Chucky's ass in a fist fight. Listen. Yeah, you can't change my mind. 
Listen, her and Tiffany will be out here jacking banks and doing crime. And I'm here for that spinoff. God, they'd be like really cute. I ship them actually. That's a cute couple. She's way too young for her. Oh yeah. But besides yeah. the point, they could be like a little, a little crime, uh, yeah. crime duo, Robin Banks and shit. Nobody's gonna suspect. I mean, Tiffany has raised kids before. True. She's a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi be like, who this new bitch? Like. <laughs> <laughs> But um, outside of McGagan, um, Sick is hitting Peacock on Friday the 13th. So this is before this episode drops. But also, it's a Kevin Williamson movie we did not get to see last year, y'all. Because um, they kept playing in our faces. And then this year, they woke up and was like, why not Peacock next week? And so I'm telling everybody. Because like Kevin Williamson gave us Scream, y'all. He gave us Scream. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't watch, why did not hear about this? It was in the festivals, and all the people who saw it in the festivals really loved it. But they wouldn't give out any screeners, and they wouldn't give us an actual date. Like I was talking to horror queers about movies on their show last week, and we didn't have any kind of concrete information. And then, like four days later, it's like, oh, Peacock next week, and we're like, excuse you, you just drop a Kevin Williamson out of nowhere. You don't give it any mm-hmm. fanfare. We are gonna scramble to get our podcast together now. What <laughs> is it? A, is it? Uh, oh, sorry. Is it? Ooh. Oh, is it a slasher? I so I know very little because I don't like spoilers, but I do know okay. that it's a group of people who are like, "Oh no, this like pandemic is real. Let's go isolate because we seem sick." And they think they are alone, but they're not alone. That so, sounds like everything. So I wouldn't. I'm gonna wake up at my usual time of three a.m. and I'm gonna be cranky for thirty <laughs> minutes and then hit play immediately. Are you said like, cranky for how long? I sit cranky for about 30 minutes and then I just sort of like lay around being despondent usually. <laughs> and then after a few hours, I'm like, let me go start doing this stuff. But for Kevin Williamson, I'm going to cut it all down to 30 minutes. I'm going to sit up. And by the time y'all eating y'all's breakfast, I'm going to be like, I've seen it. Let me know when you're ready to talk. <laughs> he, that's all. That's also, I know what you did last summer too, right? That's, that's Yeah, that's that was him. him. Yeah. yeah, the first one, not the other ones. Um, yeah, that is very important to know. He, he will leave your franchise, just so we're all clear. He's like, I did the first two screams, and I gave y'all notes for the third one. I'm not responsible. I did the first note you last summer. I don't know where y'all went after that. Don't talk to me about it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. He's like, if you're mad about Jack Black in a dread wig, that has nothing to do with me, baby. That ain't me. <laughs> I'm not the drone you're looking for. Um, what? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't that a Star Wars reference? I had a roommate who had that as their ringtone. So it's one of the ones I do know. Hmm. That and I'm going to keep I my eye on you after that. That was a deep cut. No, I don't suspicious. know. That's that is suspicious. No, that and I am your father, Luke. Or Luke, I am your father. Uh-uh. Now it's not like you trying to make Luke, it sound Luke, I am your wrong. father. That's the one. I know She's those two. picking wrong answers on purpose. <laughs> right. I'm talking in tongues. Mm. <laughs> We're going to run into her at Comic-Con, like, totally dressed up in a uh, Star Wars Fucking cosplay. full Mandalorian armor. <laughs> right. Baby Yoda's so cute, girl. <laughs> you know swear. damn well his name is Grogu. That's what they call You him. know that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, Baby Yoda was cuter. <laughs> I don't like, know. You cute. didn't seem that surprised, Sheree. <laughs> I got my eye on you, okay? Because okay. I thought it was Grey Goose hmm. at first. I was excited, but like that ain't what I heard. What? Grey Goose? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I was like, I understand oh, that. And I was like, that's not what I heard. I heard something There's else. a There's a pun there somewhere. Listen. Mandalorian oh, sure. and, and Grey Goose. Grey Goose there's Yoda. 
Grey Goose, yeah. Can you imagine? Her, I gotta work it out. Grey Goose bottle shaped like Baby Yoda. Oh my god. Okay, there it is. That's what it is. I like it. I'm we down. just need a little I'm bit looking, of time. That was it. I'm yeah. looking for sponsors and free drinks. What you gonna do, Grey Goose? What you gonna do? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, before we move on to our actual lists, I just want to say that I stumbled upon this trailer that was released four months ago for a movie called Fear that comes in theaters on the the 27th of this month. I'm concerned. And what the fuck is T.I. doing in our genre? <laughs> I was hoping that note was for Ty West. And I, I was like, I, okay, nope, we'll get into it. Nope. <laughs> you read my mind, Sheree. Oh because I, if y'all remember, I kept, I told you when like X was coming out, I thought Ty West was T.I. And I, ass of me. And I'm like, I'm not doing that again. I know this is Ty West. I know my lesson. Capital T, capital I. No. We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't. And yo, let me fucking tell you, the comments are going fucking crazy. <laughs> Everyone is like, T.I. is the danger. He is the villain. <laughs> Actually, scratch that. The villain of this movie is definitely his daughter's hymen. People <laughs> 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 in the comments like, All right, I'm not this okay. Is how, this I'm is not how okay. the movie opens, right? T.I. and Tiny are at a club. And they approach a young woman at a bar. And then the credits. <gasps> Tell me that's not terrifying. It's horrifying. And you know what? That one's based off of true events. If Is this going to be a Tubi original? <laughs> Stop I'm screaming. <laughs> it's going to hit the BET app tomorrow. Don't worry about it. What? From the directors of The Hip Hop Witch. <laughs> From the producers of Killjoy. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> right now. Get me out. And honestly, I'll be honest, you guys, like I didn't even watch the trailer. No. I was just like, oh, no. let me see what the comments are about. Because <laughs> I know the comment section is wild. <laughs> T.I. is that person that people ask who I'm going to be there for. Once you hear T.I., you don't want to know no more. Like, when you said mm-hmm. T.I., I'm like, no. <laughs> and I immediately mm-hmm. cleansed my brain. I'll never think of this movie again. <laughs> like, in fact, just forget the title. If you tell me T.I. was in my apartment, I would stop coming here. I... <laughs> oh, Ray, is this a bad time to tell you? Well, I'm moving. You're actually a huge <laughs> T.I. fan. <laughs> Oh, God, no. Can y'all imagine? Oh, my God. Get me out of here expeditiously. This turns to intervention. <laughs> I'd be like, we're going to talk about our bottom tens, but we got to clear this real quick. But actually, Shrey and I are very worried about you. Right? <laughs> I can't. But this is real, though. Like, this is an actual feature-length film yes. with funding and that a production. That okay. years only. Yeah. Who's and... giving TI money? Right. Reveal yourself. I got to talk to you. Who's <laughs> giving T.I. money? <laughs> and it's a slippery slope. Y'all let this in here. Next thing you know, it's going to be a movie featuring the baby, And then there's yep. going to be one face oh, featuring Boosie. I don't got time. I don't. Listen, like- but you know, history does repeat itself. And we didn't have like, at one point, like late 90s, early 2000s, like every poppin' rapper was in a horror movie. Oh, God. So. That's I think an episode. 
That's an episode. There's enough of them hmm. movies, let me tell you. And we've seen them all a few times. <laughs> I feel like we talked about a few too. Like, um, what was the one Snoop Dogg was in? Which one? Oh, Hood of Horror. Yeah, there we go. Hood of Horror. I like that one. Danny Drehos in it for a second. <laughs> that artist one definitely had me like, okay, this had potential. So much. That's I the guess. thing. Like, Usually Snoop doesn't go too far off. Usually. I'm saying yeah. usually. Because he has been out there sometimes. He's like, you know what? He's an uncle now. Let him have soul playing. Yeah. But like yeah. for the most part, he like bones. And I'm like, yes. 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 This yes. is Jalo in the hood. Gimme. Uh, so, I love yeah. that. So I always show up. I'm not like, oh, Snoop there. I can't go there. He ain't T.I. He ain't on the T.I. list. He- <laughs> no, no, no. Far <laughs> from it. Far from it. I'm like, he gonna be there. I'm gonna have a couple of drinks and go in with an open mind. <laughs> Yeah, Snoop is definitely safe. Who else is safe? Method Man is safe for sure. Method Man is ridiculously um, safe. Yes. Who you never know said they safe though. We're gonna log off and they gonna be embarrassing us on the internet. I you let me knock on wood. <laughs> let me knock on fucking wood. We're gonna close this and Method Man gonna be like, I'm at the doctor with TI. And I'm like, no. <laughs> what happened? I would cool actually shed a cool. tear. Right? Cool J is still cool. Wait, who are you saying? I can't catch the name for some reason. Hello, hello. Oh, yeah, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. He gave something like a phenomenon, and deepest blue is my head's like a shark's fan, which is the most expensive video I've ever seen in my life. If you've not seen, if you've not seen his video (laughs) for Deep Blue Sea, oh, oh yeah, he got synchronized swimmers, synchronized dancers. He got a string section. He's living his best life in his pool because it has like a shark's fan, and he feels it. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but this is expensive. I'm underdressed wow. to be watching this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that took some money. And if he- I were to guess, though, I would feel like the first couple rappers that we would see in horror movies like they did back in early 2000s, I feel like 21 Savage would be easy to throw in there Yeah, because he was already so tied to Saw. Yeah. Um. Sorry, the spiral from a book of Saw. He was really close on that, and then he did the soundtrack. Yeah. And his that music video was cool too. He was like in Saw traps in the music video, and then also Meg, obviously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Raw digger because Thirteen Ghosts did happen. Oh. Yes. See, this list feels better, and it feels true to like no shade. What has been deserved. Versus, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what T.I. has done that <laughs> just would just be like, oh, this would be a great horror movie edition. The other, the only thing that T.I. has done to us is give us a headache. Listen. Y'all saying Meg, though, really hit me at the heart because the girls really, they, I mean, come on now. Meg did that Hellraiser look. Mel, uh, Meg did Hottie Ween. Meg mm-hmm. is an actual horror fan and Blurred. Like that little short film that she did was so cute. Yeah, Hardy Wayne. Yes. Oh, it was called Hardy Wayne. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole little series. Like also, like her SNL performance that was vamp. Basically, like when she does the protect black women, that's like the like. I didn't see that stuff. one. Oh yeah, yeah, that has vamp all over it with yes. the black and white. That's yeah. all red oh. hair. No, like yes. she's a horror nerd. Um, I'm I'm here for Meg The Stallion, and I'm I'm hoping that her and McGagan can have a crossover as well. Um. Oh my god! Yeah, honestly, I would have loved. I mean, I thought She Hulk was cute. Mm-hmm. It was cute. I'm like, I'm falling out of love with Marvel, but I, yeah. every now and then I, I put my toe back in. But that little um, She Hulk Meg crossover was cute. 
but I, sh- I Megan and Megan. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. They should. Like, when you put that dance on, because I watch that dance a lot, and you put on her from the new Meg album, they are made for each other. Yes, they are. There was also off um, the Trauma Zine album, there was that one song. It was just called Scary, mm-hmm. which is like my personality. <laughs> she had a couple like Candyman references. Put her in. Just put her in. I'm done talking about this. Let's shit on some movies. Let's hey. do it. <laughs> this is catharsis, baby. Let's do it. Okay, so how should we do this? Should we like go one at a time? Yeah, yeah. like we'll go like zero, Ryan, me, or do we want to go in the okay. order on paper? And then if we have duplicates, we'll just hash it out in the moment. Yeah. Sounds good to me. So we'll do tens, then we'll do nines, then we'll do eights. Okay. okay. Yeah. So my number 10 for uh, most booty movies of <laughs> 2022. And I also want to be clear, like my list is a combination of, I thought this movie was bad. Yeah. And also I didn't like this movie. Yes. You know, it's it's not what, it's, it's a little bit of both depending on the movie. Yes. But my number 10 was Smile. I wasn't, I was not rocking with Smile. I wasn't. I love that for you because I know you didn't like that movie. Um, it was it was mid for me. It had some of the better scares of the year, but like the writing and the acting were not it. And so it made it a chore. <laughs> yeah. A chore. A chore is a good word. I also saw um, Barbarian before Smile, which kind of like... Same. How can you... How can you follow up Barbarian, honestly? I think that Smile was a good movie for the community. Mm-hmm. One, because they had like Megan, well, maybe not Megan level, but almost Megan level marketing. Like they went off with their marketing when they put the Smile actors like in the audience of ball games and then like the cameras would zoom in on them. Their marketing was on point, yes. but. I am not I, I I enjoy jump scares, but they have to be tasteful for me. I'm not I'm not the girl who enjoys loud noise as the mode of fear, you know, because then it's not actually scary. It's just loud and then the loud noise scares you. And I felt like the majority of the jump scares in smile, it was just loud. You know, you turn around and then it was just loud noise and then obviously that's going to get you because it's loud noise that and it came up on fear street that another issue with smile is that it's coming after it follows which it feels like an it follows copycat a little bit just a little bit um but like when the other movie did it better you can't really do that um like had it been in verse this came out before it follows maybe it would be like oh okay i can give it a 3.5 but like we've seen it follows and this is basically it follows about the std and lesser acting in the script um but it it follows was damn near perfect right yeah but you're also right like the the acting was like so bad (laughs) the boyfriend or the husband i don't remember a train -train. (laughs) now i know that he's a bad actor Right. Because he's he was just playing A Train, which really tells me that like you might just be playing yourself. 
it made me sad because I was like, oh, we got another job. I was like, oh, I got another job oh. watching this. Um, and also I found out that the lead was Kevin Bacon's daughter. Him and Kyra Cedric's daughter is the lead in Smile. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Didn't Susie know that Bacon. Because I was like, she looks familiar because she looks like her parents. <laughs> Smile also made my list too, just because it, for, for me it was my, let me see, nine, two, my eighth spot. And I think the reason being is that it just, first there was all this hype because there were so many people that was telling me how good it was. And so I went in expecting that and that let me down even more. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the reliance on jump scares, because they were there. I mean, when the head dropped down and the, the yeah. main, that, that scared me. And I was watching it from home and that scared me. But that doesn't follow through all the way through. So the peaks are too low. It just, there are moments that are just dragging they don't build up the relationship with her and her man at all. Mm-hmm. He's a useless character. They easily could have utilized him more. It felt more like she was his son. It's like he was her son or something mm-hmm. because there was no connection. And the finale just wasted bits and pieces. But I'm actually going to say something random. I actually pray that they give us a part two, though, because I think that the concept behind Smile is actually pretty cool, like the lore. And I want them to try it again. I want them to give it another whack and see if they can get it right. Now, mm-hmm. I hope I don't eat those words because if it happens, I'll be there in the theaters like checking it out because I think they can. Look at movies that are slower paced that don't have any jump scares and how they just tear us apart. And I feel like we're going to talk about a lot of those movies throughout the season because like the lineup we have waiting for y'all. Listen, y'all keep listening, y'all. But um, this just wasn't that. I'm sorry, like, Y'all hit it all on the nail, so I don't want to beat a dead horse because everything you're saying is so accurate. Like, It Follows did it better. Even with the suspense level that It Follows establishes all the way throughout. And I can't really remember too many like big jump scares in It Follows. I'm pretty sure there are a few I'm not thinking about. It's just that isolation of like you're being chased by this thing over this. And I feel like the film was too long, too. I don't feel like Smile yes. needed to be that long. Yeah. Yes. So... Most of my issue with movies that came out last year that I'm beefing with is because they were like, let's do two hours in her face. I'm like, you can't give me an hour. Why are you doing two? <laughs> and so like, <laughs> um, <laughs> one such movie is my number two. <laughs> Ooh, let's hear it. Um, so the black phone. I oh, feel like let's not hear it. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like it was overhyped, and that's part of the issue. I also feel like I am just tired of us being like, if we like SA some children, people won't say anything negative about our movie. Cause like I don't like this trend. I don't like this trend at all. I'm here for like throwing hands at kids and killing kids in the genre. But like we ain't gotta assault them so often. Cause again, this is how many movies in this decade that just started? <laughs> Where this is the like, mm-hmm. let's do it for Hoomst. Um, Ethan Hawk did a thing, yes. Um, I have issues with like some of the pacing of the movie, and I know it's from a short story, so I don't know how much mm-hmm. of that is script versus direction. And I also feel like this director might be a stronger stage director because of the things he was trying to do with some of the moments, mm-hmm. like the running in place and things. I'm like, you're just making this movie longer. This isn't, I'm not being like, ooh, get it, girl. I'm like, let me go home. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I know that's mm-hmm. what people love, but it was not for me. I feel you. Um, I also had the black phone on my list. It was my number seven. <clears throat> and I thought it was a it was a good movie um, compared to like Smile, but yes. it, it wasn't really for me. 
um, when I first heard about the movie, everyone was talking about Ethan Hawke's performance. Ethan Hawke's performance. Oh my God, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke. And I feel like he was like barely in the movie. And when he was in the movie, he had the mask on. And I know like it is still a skill to be um, acting, portraying a character when your facial movements are limited from a mask or like prosthetics or whatever. But still, it was mostly the children who were doing all the acting, when, which confused me because I went into the movie expecting, you know, you know, a crazy performance from Ethan Hawke. I mean, I don't think he did a bad job or anything, but it was just like, where was the performance that you guys were just talking about? I don't really know. Um, also had issues with the pacing. This is funny. I just Googled the black phone just so I could get names and shit. The first thing that pops up, why is the black phone so good? I <laughs> beg to differ, but okay. If that's like a very popular Google, I, I'm very surprised. <laughs> but it looked good. It looked good. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I was like, people really loved it, which is why I was like, I'm not even going to do the review. I made Trent do the review for Fear Street because Trent's mm-hmm. our Paul Abdul. And I'm like, even if Trent don't like it, he'll find a nice way of being like, I like the lights. And I was like, I this movie, this movie's another movie I didn't need to see and I don't want to see again. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I know that like we want to support it because that writer seems cool and like he's a legacy kid. But like, I didn't need this in my soul. <laughs> So I, I don't think I was bothered by it, though. I wasn't bothered. It just was kind of like, that was it. And then the wrap-up kind of had me a little fucked up, too. Yeah. It's like, well, kind of what was the point? But it visually, it looked really good. Yeah. Um, it had The cinematography was great. And also, the effects were great. Of all the ghost children was very good. And actually, I, I do remember jumping once. There was like one little jump scare with a kid. I don't... It was a while ago now, so I don't really remember, but... It looked good, but I was just kind of like, okay, that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Ryan? No, all I was going to say is that it's one of my favorite movies of the year. I definitely had a good time with it. And I saw it removed from the hype because mm-hmm. I got to see the uh, premiere of it at Overlook Film Festival. Sweet. So, like, some of the hype that ended up coming out, I knew it would be difficult to kind of ride that wave because even in the theater i mean people aren't like cheering and getting up and all this other stuff you know they're watching the movie they're putting their little thing on the ballot and walking out um but y'all are definitely not alone because the video that i uh that i released for the black phone before the movie actually came out people were anticipating seeing it and that video performed very well on tiktok but what that also brought was the people who were coming back and saying what they thought about it and so it's definitely mixed it's not like 100 percent, but that's I think that's fine, you know? Yeah. No movie is ever going to have like a 100%. And a lot of the people are saying the same thing that you guys are saying. But this idea that it's just because it's a legacy character um, that wrote it, you know, through Joe Hill, that's definitely not my story. Because the funny thing about it was this made me grow on Joe Hill. Because, like, I had seen some of his stuff and I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't really feel attracted to anything that he had made before this. It was always like, I don't like stories include it's funny right because black phone does this i don't like stories where it's like okay kids being abused by alcoholic um because it's triggering to me believe it or not and i feel like it's kind of like played i feel like stephen king did it quite a bit in his work and so i think when like black phone was starting 
I remember rolling my eyes a little bit just because I'm like, oh, is it going to be one of these type of movies? And I think that's what surprised me about it when I, you know, saw how it came down. I just really like what y'all were saying about the kids really playing their roles because I just feel like the kids did a great job. They really did. In addition to, I do think Ethan Hawke did a great job too. Like I'm not taking away from that, but the kids just, they added something different. Like I really like, and I read the short story too. I like better what they did with the kids in the movie than the short story, which is rare. Usually because Gwen doesn't exist in the short story. Um, She's actually, because uh, Finn's sister is, I can't get her age. She's older. She's like 16, 17. And she sounds like a good time, but she's not Gwen. She's like into tarot cards. She's very like witchy. And um, she definitely doesn't do anything. You just hear about her in exposition. And so mm-hmm. when you see Gwen, it's such a, she's the best part of the movie, essentially, because she's so funny. And even like the um the police interrogation scene was really cool. And even as much as I love the film, there were parts I I kind of felt like they could have maybe removed, like the child abuse scenes. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to see that. And so, yeah, I definitely respect what y'all are saying 100%. Like, it's just one of those things that when it comes to this movie, I, you know, you ever watch something and you're like, damn, I kind of wish I, I didn't like this movie, but I do. That's just kind of what it felt like. Like, I like yep. the movie, but it's just, I already see where some of the dissension will come like once it comes out like i could totally see it um yeah that's how i feel about wednesday (laughs) oh that's that's how you feel about it (laughs) i mean like i shouldn't be liking this because i have a very strong opinion but here i am binging (laughs) sometimes the ketchups yeah Yeah. sometimes sometimes and i think it's time for my number 10 which is going to get me in trouble but I need I need to say it and then immediately explain. Okay. Screen. Now <gasps> in front I of let, my face. I it's hard. <laughs> now let me I have so many disclaimers. So many. Yes, it's a great film. Yes, it's the best diversity that we've seen, and it gets extra points for that. Yes, everyone should see it. Yes, I'm going to be there for the next one. All right. Now, I personally can't put my finger on what about this movie missed the mark for me and maybe it's because i like the kookiness of scream um one through three it just gets kookier and kookier and kookier it gets so kooky to a point where by the time um i can't think of old girl's name who i love so much may she smite me but oh (laughs) i love her so much i can't think her name parker posey there we go um like her interactions with uh gail's character and i mean so with gail and with like Carrie Fisher and everything in three, I just liked where the the third one ended. I liked that as an encapsulated experience. And then four happened, and I was like, okay, that was cool. Like I like this movie; it's a good movie, but it didn't feel like one through three. And then five took that even further. It just didn't feel like the first three at all. And so I think that took me out of it just a little bit. And I hate to say that because like I. I, there are things that I don't want to remove through my hatred. Like, obviously, our girl, Jasmine, I love her. Mm-hmm. I think she's awesome. Obviously, Jenna Ortega, I love her. I don't I don't hold it against the parts that did fine. I just, I would be fake if I'm like, oh, Scream was just it for me. Like, I don't, I, I, you know. 
Like a new scream always divides everybody. Uh, what I have clocked with this one is that the ranking of the screams let me know how people's feeling. And like, I definitely yeah. see you being a scream three apologist. And so like, I can see you being like the same for me. Cause like scream three is my least favorite. There's no bad scream for me, but that's my least favorite. Like if I had to pick and choose which one of my kids to save, I'd be like you and your own scream three. Um, <laughs> so I just, usually the people that are going up for her are not fucking with like four and five. And that helps me figure out who's who. But I I will say that as much as I love Scream, like it's one of my top three movies. I think it came right after Nope for me of the year. I did not need us to bring back Billy Loomis in that way. Um, and I love watching Skeet. Like he's a nice man, even when I do CGI's face to hell. But like it just, it, it, it left me having questions I didn't want to have from that movie because it felt like they were relying on like the old ways. We'd just be like, she's taking pills and she's her dead dad. And so therefore she's unreliable. And I'm like, so she found out her dad was a serial killer. And so now she's unstable. Explain yourself. But I, I am not in the radio silence meetings, so I don't get to ask that. Oh my god, <laughs> the radio silence! The, I, I'm talking all this shit. But if I got invited up in there, baby, I'd be happy. They gave me ready or not and scream five. I'm, I am in the <laughs> boat. I am in the wagon. Wherever they want me, I'm standing. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, we know well, zero hates scream and slasher, so. I wasn't even going to make a comment. I, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> playing with you. I'm just playing. Because I knew you were going to say some shit like that. I knew it. I'm always starting this damn rumor. It, like, you, it's nowhere recorded that you've said this. No, I mean, actually, it might be. Well, I don't need okay. to Okay. I don't hate a lot of things in this world. Just parking lots and cardboard and Nazis. That's Amen. pretty much it. Look, you know look. I'm a simple gal. Yeah, I'm a simple gal. I'm gonna I challenge. I'm gonna challenge that later on this list, and I think it's gonna hit all of us like a bingo card because there's a, there's, <laughs> there's something there is something. Just you know, and honestly, I'll be honest. Like when I was making this list, I didn't even think of Scream. I just because I just didn't even really <laughs> think about it. <laughs> but honestly, I I wouldn't put it on this list. Okay. If I were to think about it before, I probably wouldn't. I mean, I enjoyed it. It, you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> it was a movie. I'm not mad at it. I just not thinking about it either. It's just there, and I'm over here. It's all good. Now, speak no evil. Ooh, that bitch is my number one. Oh. That bitch is my number two. I hated her that much. Um, I had her Damn. at the bottom of the list. <laughs> oh no, I'm okay. not ready. I'll follow your list. I thought the movie was good, oh. but I also hated it. Like oh. this is how I felt, Ryan. Honestly, I was making a little joke of the Wednesday, mm -hmm. but like I actually feel that that way about this movie. Like, well, maybe the reverse. No, no, no. You're right. They're right, but. I guess it just really did, 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 excuse me. I guess it just really did a good job of making me angry. Mm -hmm. So I guess that stayed with me. But as I think about the movie after watching, like it was very compelling. You know, I was not able, this isn't one of those movies where I'm like, oh, fuck this. Like I'm over it. And then I shut off the movie. Like I had to finish it. Because, you know, some shit was going down. Y'all saw it. Yeah. But then I think about the movie afterwards. And all I think about is white privilege. Mm -hmm. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And so I'm just like, okay, this was a movie about white privilege, which I guess should do something. But it just kind of makes me irritated because I feel like this is some type of shit that could happen in real life. This movie. This movie pissed me off. If I hadn't been watching it with other people on Clubhouse, I would have hit stop. Because really? I've never once encountered a horror movie where nobody wants to be alive. Nobody's fighting. Nobody's struggling. Nobody's putting in the good work. They're just like, we don't want to be rude. Go ahead and cut our kid's tongue out. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? At the end, they're like, why are you doing this to us? Like, because you're letting us. And then they go ahead and get in a position to get stoned to death. Like, no weapons were pulled. No guns, no knives, no kung fu fighting. These bitches Not even just a like, little bit of force. Listen, force. they were just like, we don't want to pay bills anymore. Let's go and get murdered. And I'm just like, this is not a movie. This is not, we need some conflict in this bitch. Like, this is not seasoned. And so when I go, when I, when I turn off the movie, I go to Twitter, people are like, oh my God, it's so brutal. I'm like, did we watch the same fucking movie? What was brutal? My attention span? The two hours wasted? Oh. Like, <laughs> my faith in humanity? What was brutalized? Because, like, again, there was no struggle. Part of the reason I go to horror is to see people fight to stay alive. I didn't know that needed to be said. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good point. That's definitely why I'm so irritated with this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I never thought about it like that, Sheree. But you're right. There's no fucking struggle. None. There's no fighting for your life. It's just happening. And everyone's like, okay. Right? I'm just like... This that's is, fucking annoying. I, and I don't understand that. And I don't know if maybe it's a cultural barrier and like white people just out here being bossed around in people's homes left and right. And they're like, oh no, we felt that in our bones. But like, if I'm in your house and you talking shit to me, we're going to have to have words. Like, we're going to have to have a dialogue. I'm going to have to leave. Um, I'm not going to be like, well, we got to keep staying here and just hope it gets better. For whomst? So she's my number two. Um, I hated her that much. I Damn. I don't like to say I hate movies. I hate that bitch. Ryan, <laughs> what do you want to say about her? I don't know. I like that. I mean, the first time I watched it, I was watching it with you, Sheree. And I, I don't know. Like, I felt different about it. But then when I went back and watched it like a second time by myself, I actually ended up falling in love with it. And I think the piece was, for me, it just felt like, oh, all this irritation that I'm feeling is intentional. It's it's really making commentary about how people can almost like I don't know how to explain it. It's like I don't even feel like digging into it. It's like because like I did like a whole video breakdown about it, but like the the T is I think it was intentional is all I'm trying to say, and I think that that made me view it just a little bit differently, and I didn't hate it as much. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm pissed at the parents and they don't deserve children. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there are so many times in real life that I'm pissed at the parents and they don't deserve children. And I, it's just, you got to fight for the kiddos. If you're going to have them, if you're going to have them, you got to try. Cause this movie was predictable and like nobody fought and she had cheap shoes. And I just, I'm not here for her. I'm not here for her. And maybe people who made it are lovely. And some people are pretending to like it on Twitter. Cause like, a lot of people on Twitter who are like going up this movie's ass. I'm just like, I've seen what you like. Who, who is this law for? What? Oh. <laughs> Hold up now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But she was my number two. So luckily I brought extras. Um, <laughs> um, 
My new number nine to replace that will be Glass Onion. I hit stop at like 59 minutes in when the first death was happening at 59 minutes in. At 59 minutes in, the first death was happening. You, you said enough, God damn it. Listen, like, uh, like Chad Collins put it together on Twitter. One of the reasons I'm upset with this movie is that I'm tired of us putting together these like large ensemble cast to talk about eating the rich, but everybody in the movie is fucking rich. Mm, and it's maybe people who are privileged. And so they're not getting the tea because this was just like a bunch of people want to hang out and act together. I'm like, that's cool. I don't want to begrudge them at that, but I don't want to see it for two hours and change. Like pick your movie up, pick your movie up, edit. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's something to that, right? I, I don't get me wrong. I think like when people get tired of horror just being the bloody dumb meat bags, you know, they want maybe a little bit of development. It's just that it's just a little bit. You don't necessarily need to know everything about everyone, right? You know, especially if they're gonna be dead. Like, I mean, just give us enough. Just, just enough is fine. Up and notch. Listen, this felt like an in-joke amongst friends and they got funding for it. And to be fair, I I liked the first movie, Knives Out. I liked it. I didn't live. I didn't love it like other people, but I liked it enough to come back for the sequel. And yeah. so to come back for the sequel, they'd be like, my time is being disrespected. And then <laughs> stop in the middle and I have to own that on Twitter because of course people are like, how'd you like it? And I was like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I hit stop. I'm happy y'all liking it. I'm happy some of these people got bags. These are some great actors doing shenanigans. And you know what? We all deserve to hang out with our friends and mm. like an island. <laughs> so I'm not mad at that piece. But don't market it as a movie. Like <laughs> I feel that. I, yeah, I feel that. Because you're here to entertain at the end of the day. Like, you know, there's a story to be told. Listen, mm. 59 minutes in, your first death is happening and I'm still bored. At 59 minutes in. That's not good. I liked it. <laughs> I, I actually, I loved the first Knives Out. Like, I love that movie. I thought it was quirky and fun and silly and smart. But I understood that it was probably going to be difficult to do that again. Exactly in the way that they did it before. So I was expecting it, especially because it was going to Netflix shortly after its theater run. I was like, okay. I, I didn't have the highest stakes, but I still felt that I would enjoy it. Um, I think it was a little bit too like on the nose because now at this point, like the thing that was unique about the first Knives Out is that nobody really knew like what this movie is until they were already in it. But now that everyone has seen Knives Out before seeing Glass Onion, they know, you know, what type of movie this is already. And um, I think the the team like kind of in response to that made it too meta, like too on oh. the nose. You know, I did feel that way, but it didn't bother me too much because I was expecting, you know, not the best. But the one <laughs> thing that I like did not like is, okay, I might be crazy for saying this, but Daniel Craig's Southern accent in the first one, like really had me taken aback. And I was like, wow, how he do that? Like, that's crazy. Cause he was like, really like in it. That like Southern hospitality, like country bumpkin thing he had going on. And then this time around, why do I feel like his accent was weaker? Like he was losing it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like you could hear the English like slip out Ooh. every now and then. Or I don't know if I'm just paying more attention now. But 
I feel like you kind of lost it a little bit. <laughs> I feel like this one took multiple steps backwards because again, like mm-hmm. the first one, I was I was fine. I liked it well enough. Um, I like a little bit more mystery in my mystery. And so me knowing who did it up top and just riding along, I was like, you need to make it more fun. I'm going to do it this way. Cause like, mm-hmm. I like to like solve a mystery and can't have that make me have fun. And they're just like, no, we're charming. Aren't we? I'm like, no, you're not this charming. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I, I came into this one being like, maybe it'll be an actual mystery this time. Maybe I'll actually be invested and want to solve it. And I was like staring at my yeah. TV, my TV staring at me. And I was like, this ain't the moment. I'll see you later, Janelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, did you even make it to her though? She had popped up a couple times. Like I made it to the first death, um, which I thought was never going to happen. And I was like, I still don't care. And somebody's finally dying. And I made the mistake of looking at the time and being like, I'm at 59 minutes and I have another hour and 12 minutes left. Am I going to do a long this? one. It was a long one. We don't need these long ass movies. We need people to learn how to get to their thesis and get us the fuck home. Oh, I, I am not trying to be here all night so you can be like, I had thoughts and no editor. Like, <laughs> do better. I had thoughts and no oh, editor. <laughs> That's just how it happened. Right? What happened, man? Your your movie's three hours long. I don't know, man. I have just thoughts and no editor. Right? <laughs> I... It, I to, to not keep throwing strays at other things outside of our list. It, this is movie is what I... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I imagine White Lotus to be. 
just like white pretty white lotus parade because i tried the first episode of white lotus and it was not for me so i hit stop oh really twitter likes it a lot of my friends like it but it's not i'm tired of seeing rich white people do rich white people things that's not my kink (laughs) so this movie was not for me that show was not for me and yeah i feel like this is an episode yes rich white people things yes or honestly just rich people things listen the whitest we can talk about that is it my turn again (laughs) it's ryan's it's ryan's turn yeah let me go ahead and piss off a few more listeners because x is definitely my number nine no way brother ghoulish i now i was all cute with my disclaimers with scream no such care will will come for this. Wow. I, I fucking hate X. And I feel like it's one of those things that I was confused. I almost was like, did they not see... I mean, I could be wrong for what I'm about to say, but I'm going to die on this hill. Do they not see the ageism? Like, do they oh not see I the, have a feeling you were going to say that. The, but even if... Let's say... Okay, let me put that aside. Let's say that I didn't think it was ageist. I'm still not impressed with the film. I don't think the kills were that good. I don't. I think it was beautiful, like cinematically, but I'm not here for that. So I don't, you know. I'm agreeing with you so much. I'm agreeing because <laughs> X was a fine movie, but people made it something that was the first movie they've ever seen. They were like going up for this movie. And when I saw it, I was like, this is your king. I We've seen this movie, Text Just a Massacre. We've seen this movie so many times. And so I'm like, yeah, it's fun and it's fine. And I forgot it was a horror movie because I was having fun with the people making the porn. And I was like, oh, we're laughing yep. and we're hanging out. And I was like, oh, that's right. We got to kill some people and we got another hour. Um, also, <laughs> a thing that pissed me off about the horror critics who talk about this movie is they don't, they don't address the SA. And that's something I've been mm-hmm. noticing that if you have a woman, grow up with another woman, then it doesn't count as a content warning. And I'm like, right, no, no, right. no. Consent is consent. Um, get shit together. Yeah. Good point. It just I'm mad. I y'all just made me mad. And I wanted to like it. I did because we need I was around the time this came out, I was on that train of we need more original like horror ideas. Yeah. I was saying that a lot, especially in slashers. Cause I think it's a little hard to do it since all the classics are aligned with well not all of them but the majority of the bigger ones are aligned with slashers so how do you Mm -hmm. do something that doesn't accidentally feel like it's been redone a million times but um i'm sorry that just wasn't it it wasn't okay fair and i i love the cast i love what the cast did with what they were given um but it was another one that's like we've seen this movie i know this person about to die next i know this person about to die next i know this getting the alligator and so i was like we're just checking this list off like a fucking grocery store I put on pants for this. I put on pants for this. Put, you ain't lying. I, I put on pants to basically run errands around this movie because it was definitely l- laborious, if that's a word. And I was sad because I actually like House of the Devil, which is a different Ty West movie. Um, oh. It's the one I like because he's got four movies and that's the one I actually like. I, I, I stick up for it a little bit. I won't fight too hard for it. But people are like, he ain't done shit. And I'm like, he did House of the Devil. And then oh, I back on the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna have to check that one out. One too, right? The innkeepers. I don't like that one. Because yeah. I've seen, I, I've, I've seen. I meant to say, I like Pearl, so I believe in him. But I didn't. I haven't seen this House of the Devil. House I'm of a, the Devil is a fun movie. I'm gonna say less about Pearl because she might come up later. 
I wanted to, I want to talk about it with y'all. So it, even if even if it's dissenting, I we need to have that conversation because by the time y'all were talking about it, I was a I feel like I was the outlier. I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, no, we'll talk about it um uh, maybe in 10 15 minutes. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it's on her list. God, this is so fun. I, Damn I, it. I can't. I'm <laughs> I'm ready though. I come with me. I'm ready. What you got oh. next, Zero? About ten or fifteen minutes. Well, I got Morbius next. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just kind of like I almost <laughs> kind of put this there as a filler because nobody really takes this movie seriously, but it was ridiculously popular because of how bad it was, and that in itself made it good. Because that's like the whole movie is a meme. But I did put it on this list because I, like I said, am falling out of love with the superhero genre. Um, Because most of the superhero media that we get um, on the big and medium-sized screens are not horror. Even though there's like a ridiculous amount of superhero horror. Like, it exists. Um, But, of course, that's not what's chosen by Kevin Feige and James Gunn and whoever else. Um, But Morbius is a really fucking sick character. So as soon as I heard that announcement, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Especially because, you know, Blade was way down the road. So I was like, oh, shit, yeah. And especially if we can can fit this into Venom, if we can fit this into Spider-Man, then I'm back. I'm back in business. Because Morbius is a really cool character, and I really love how um, his whole storyline kind of plays on, you know, am I human or not? And the really tough ethical decisions that come with being an undead human, you know, like, am I human? Am I not? I love that shit. That's why I love Hellboy so much. So I was like really looking forward to this movie, hoping it would like wiggle its way into cinematic universes and see more of this character even though i don't really fuck with jared leto right like that mm-hmm. but yeah, i do fuck with the character heavy so i was like i was rooting for this movie and then for it to be comically bad was just like <laughs> let me just erase every good thing that i've written about this <laughs> character for my social media before somebody looks at me crazy but i will admit at this time like I've seen it more than once now, but only because like I watch it as kind of like background noise because like I know I can laugh at it. You know what I mean? But uh, it was a huge disappointment. I'm not going to lie. After we talked about it that first time on here, I was like, I don't need to see that. And so I'm happy to know that I was <laughs> validated because <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. I was like, nah, I'm good. You don't have to. <laughs> nope. You took, the, you took that L for all of us. <laughs> extra mental health yes protect your uh your chi <laughs> your chi you're ga- your inner gangster <laughs> i'm not dealing with y'all but it didn't make my list but it should be on there i think it's just one of those things where honestly the production team likely has it on their bottom 10 as well because if you yeah. notice it went straight to streaming i think it's on like netflix right now. it's on something i can't remember what but i 
I felt like it was on there the same day it was on the like it came out to theaters. They're like, just kidding. Here, y'all, y'all can have it. You don't have to pay. It was mad close, but also <laughs> you have to give the movie credit because the second it landed on Netflix, it shot straight to number one because it was comically bad. Like it was number one on Netflix for a hot minute. Well, they have themselves to blame for a part two because they only see numbers. So that 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 the fact that that's what happened, they're totally going to give it was number one. Oh, Morbius two. It was number <laughs> one. And then y'all remember how it's Mormon time. Like that quote was like, oh going crazy God. on social media to the point where they put the movie back in theaters. What does that mean? It's Morbin time. Like, is Who that a, knows? is that a Literally, nod to nobody, Morphin time? It can like, mean anything. That's trash. It could mean I'm about to put my socks on. That's a hate it's crime. Morbin time. <laughs> that's a, that is a hate crime. Listen, I just, I love when a movie I know it don't need to be made. Um, it's seen by people who could tell me that I was right. And that's all I know. Cause I reclaimed my time. Jolito didn't get it. I'm, I won last year. I didn't know until now, <laughs> officially. <laughs> um, my new number eight movie is a movie called Influencer. It is hmm. it is a dumpster fire. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of it before. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I was worried about that because I thought she hit the actual theaters after the circuits, but like I, I saw her at a festival and then she was at another festival and I was like, I don't need to see her again. Um, and I thought she came out, but basically it's one of those things where somebody was like, I know what an influencer is, but they don't know what the young people do. Um, and so they, they almost have a single white female situation, but it's done badly and boringly. <laughs> and it it feels very safe. It's like a made for TV movie that missed its era by thirty years. Um, <laughs> and so I was really bored the whole time. But like, it looks beautiful. Like, it is a beautiful ad for Thailand. But it's also <laughs> not giving me anything else. Like, I have heard that Thailand is beautiful. This, this was an issue, and I, I had this conversation um, with hardcores, me and Jazz. Um, about like influencer horror mm -hmm. and I want to say like 99% of the time they get it wrong yep. like what it is like to be an influencer like not maybe yeah. not 99 maybe 90% but way more often than not <laughs> they're not really going to portray huh? 99.9 it's people who are out of touch doing it they're not talking to the yeah. youth so it's like people who are like 45 and they went to Instagram once. They're like, I know what an influencer is. And yeah. it reads that way because this movie didn't have to be this bad. It didn't have to be this bad. I was upset on everybody's behalf. Um, also, the dialogue was really fucking bad. I'm not, I don't like this movie. I'm going to ruin some of it. So like the boyfriend figures out that this new girl killed the girlfriend that he came to see. And he's kind of an asshole. We all know this. Because influencers, why not have an asshole boyfriend? <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so, like, she she comes home and he clocks her and he ties her up. And she's like, no, I'm telling you the truth. It's like, no, no, no. Because you know what? You know where you messed up? is when you try to say that we had sex. Because I might be a lot of things like a drunk asshole, but I never forget a shag. And I was like... What year is it? Thank yeah. you. That was a real fucking line. I very lightly probably paraphrased because it was so bad it stands out in my head as one of the worst lines of 2022. Um, 
And this movie was in the festival circuit. And I was like, I got to retire for the stars with my movies. I got to start recording shit tonight. <laughs> yeah. I. But you hit it on the nail, charade. Like, it's, it's that out of touchness that leads to all of that. And I think that's why Bodies was so good. Because it didn't feel out of touch like that. Mm-hmm. Someone did the homework. If they didn't have yeah. kids in the room, someone did the homework. And it showed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. I also felt like Sissy was pretty good with that, too. Yeah. I mean, like, not saying that, like, all influencers have ridiculous self-esteem and anxiety issues, but, like, <laughs> but some people do. And just the idea of it's for a lot of people, because, honestly, a lot of us are nerds. It is a lot easier to exist online than it is in real life. But... Besides the point, those two, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's gonna be some out of touch shit. Listen, it, it's always painful to watch, but like it's that power imbalance that people need to hold on to. They can't just oh, be yeah. like, "What if we hire the youth and see what the youth can do?" They're like, "No, we know better, and they'll see it." Don't we mm-hmm. won't we won't see this shit anymore? Like <laughs> the doll yeah. hairs are not being given. You need to change no. it up. Look, I do not see it. And that's and that's the thing, right? Like, you know, the influencer has changed, like, the idea of it so much. Like, yeah. I, I think about, like, the people that I follow. I don't just follow. In fact, you know what's interesting? I don't follow what a lot of these movies portray to be the influencer. I don't follow those type of people. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the influencer nowadays, for me, is the authentic person. Like, they're actually influencing because they're being themselves. And by way influencing others to do the same thing you know this idea of like there are these shallow like that's that is a very small minimum and what's scary about it is the real people smell it so like those people exist but they get ousted because it it stinks Mm -hmm. it stinks to high hell the movies that are failing are like a decade behind and they're still using the kardashian model and most people moved away from that model like don't get me wrong people still giving them time you know what? That's their business. But a lot of us are not out here like keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, yeah. And these movies are like, that's what people want. And it's like, no, you need to, you're out of touch. You you are doing what you could have been doing a decade ago now and it's falling flat and we're bored. <laughs> we need you to like step it the fuck up. But look what's happening with the Kardashians. Even they're falling off. You know, like it's, it's because p- people are waking up. People are like, they don't want that model anymore. They mm-hmm. don't. It, it just, child, oof. Mm. Listen, but you hit it on the nail. That is what it is. Listen, I'm was... kind of curious, and I want to watch this movie, <laughs> but I also don't want to waste two of my hours. <laughs> right, watch it with the strongest <laughs> drink, the strongest to drink. Okay, I might do that, and then just like message you guys for the whole thing. Yeah, that sounds fun. Like, mm-hmm. Let me see what this is. What is about. it? What is it it's on? Like, do you remember? Yeah. Um. Let's see, because I thought it came out in theaters in like November, December. Okay. Oh, we got past me, past me. I didn't realize it was a theatrical release. I thought it did, but sometimes these movies be like, it's gonna happen, and then it don't. Um. <laughs> so let me just see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. She. I'm on the IMDb page. Influencer. I hate this. No cover longer art. has a release date. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Wow. Does that mean she already came out? Did that mean what? That, what does that mean? 
You know what's sad? The woman that plays Nina, Chloe Barreto, she's gorgeous. I love her black eyes and how big they are. Yeah. Because, no, like, again, this movie didn't have to be this way. This did not have to be this way. Damn, man. That's just sad. Well. Well. well maybe you should listen to us. <laughs> Am I next? Yep. Halloween ends. That's fair. Oh, I didn't even think about that one either. What the fuck? <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. But I was like, you know what? I said a lot about that movie. I'm gonna let somebody else say it this time. Go forward. <laughs> but this is a safe one we can just scoot past because, like you said, like I feel like everyone dragged this film. Like, yeah. Yeah. there were a few people that came through and said stuff, but there's really not. I mean, anyone who's seen the movie gets it, right? There's we don't have to say anything, right? It just flopped. No, it was a fanfic. It was Ooh, not it a was. good one either. It was for the Templar girlies. Oh, oh yes, shit, you took it back. <laughs> listen, I mean, listen. Um, I was there at the time. I was reading fanfics myself. I know when I see one. I was big on Yu-Gi-Oh fanfics. I used to write Yu-Gi-Oh fanfictions. They're pro- they're still out there. I know they I are because I've never believed them. Uh, I was a supernatural fa- uh, fanfic girlie. Hey, okay, yeah. all right. And they were always gay, of course. Oh like, yeah, my my Yu-Gi-Oh ones were always gay. Yugi was always yeah. trying to have sex with Bakora. Um, Bakora had cornrows. Like, <laughs> I had a good time. Good time. I'm waiting. Somebody's written like an actual Halloween fanfic that's based off of Halloween ends. I know it. Somebody out there, because this is just it's too good. It's it's prime fanfic material. Bye. Yeah, I don't think anything else has to be said, other than the fact that. I'm glad that this trilogy is over. Oh, Listen, no. evil died that night, that Halloween. Tortured <laughs> <laughs> all of us. <laughs> it, y'all, I got the brilliant, a brilliant idea for a Halloween ends fanfic. I just, and it, 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 my middle school brain just went on fire, and I, I'm burying it because I write books now. I guess I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The way okay, the way he jacked Michael for his book. math leads to a story that we didn't see. Right. <laughs> the ne- the next book. The, well, first of all, it would be erotica because there's something there with the whole Michael Myers and um, what was his name again, Corey. Yeah, they just started. Oh, I the, almost said Billy. And look each other in the skull, and they go stab other people together because they couldn't say anything to each other. The way I would be, I'd be okay with that because you know. I'd be all right with that. I'd watch that. All right, Mr. Goldstar over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. My next movie. Actually, my next one was The Black Phone, but we talked about that one already. After that, I have Good Night, Mommy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did y'all see that one? I refused. Gone. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I felt in the beginning. In the beginning, I was like, oh, like, why? That wasn't even that long ago. I think I'm good. I saw a bunch of negative stuff on Twitter. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. And then I got curious. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I I slipped and I fell into it. And um, something about those fucking dream sequences, man. We had enough before it even started. And I think I like kind of gaslit myself to watch it because 
everyone was up in arms online about remakes, right? Remakes are the devil. They're never good. Stop making remakes. And personally, I'm a fan of remakes and reboots and yeah. and all that stuff. I'm down. I don't hate them. So I was trying to be like the one person <laughs> who's like, hey, this is actually not that bad. But Twitter was right. Twitter was right. It was bad. I'm going to watch the original and just keep acting like this one never happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just. So it's one of those situations where, like you said, it didn't need to be remade. It was that long ago. But one thing that you said that really stuck with me is the people who do throw shade at reboots, re, uh, requels and stuff, because that gives things new life when it's done correctly. Yeah. Like, look at what they did with um, Evil Dead in 2013. I thought that was absolutely mm -hmm. brilliant. And I think it's going to set us up for something really juicy with this next one if they deliver. It's Suspiria. <gasps> yes. Suspiria yes. Yes. Really good. That is my shit. Yep. That one is the fucking bomb. Yeah. But I I have been very vocal about it recently, but the Train to Busan remake that's coming. It's a quote unquote American remake. Oh, yeah. You I don't know why they that. keep calling it that because it's it takes place in America and it's going to be made with American money. But besides that, I don't know how American it will be. But it's gonna be directed by Timo Chijanto. Who, who and I think he's like Indonesian or like some yeah. some kind of South Asian, but we trust him. Okay, like we we trust this man. Maybe that will take you to pop. Uh huh. Yep. So mm -hmm. and also it's going to be taking place in New York, and you guys know how I am. Yeah. But it seems like from the little pieces of information about this that are floating around the internet right now mm -hmm. that it's going to be completely different from train to busan it's just the idea of zombie apocalypse happening while the protagonists are on a train kind of thing but you know same thing with goodnight mommy like good the original came out like when like, i think like 20 at uh, 2008 right hold on i, I got right. you i got you um give me a second wasn't that long ago i'll tell you that it seems right yeah 2014 so even yeah. past 2008 right so exactly like and a lot of people's um defense for why good not why good night mommy was shit it's like oh it's too soon it didn't need to be remade but over i'm over here in my corner like i can't wait to train to busan remake i can't fucking wait so like i was like let me let me try this out but no it had nothing to do with the reboot remake whatever i think it was just bad I think it was just a cash grab. Prime tried to do something. Oh well. Nah. Um, no. Damn. This breaks I my heart. <laughs> <laughs> we were rooting for you. Oh, we all believed in you. How dead. <laughs> I just found out my next movie is still in post-production, so they took it back to the editing bay. So I will not be adding movies. I will be back to the normal number. Um, so my number, <laughs> my my number seven, or is it six now? I can't do math. <clears throat> like having to remove another one, I'm not here. My next movie, y'all, <laughs> is Raven's Hollow. I love Shudder, but what the fuck was that? I never heard of her. <laughs> oh, zero. Um, basically they were like, 
what if we take <laughs> what if we took Edward Allan Poe and we like embellished his like history of being in whatever the company was called because wartime is always a real time um and we like also added like some mystery but not a spicy mystery <laughs> and so like him and the boys are stopping around looking like Serena Joy from like Handmaid's Tale and they are giving me nothing. They're giving me nothing. <laughs> Give me nothing. I'm like, your cinematographer popped the fuck off. But like, what are the rest of y'all doing? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> I, I was like, ugh. But again, Shadow Kids is an original every week. They can't all be good. Um, yeah. But that one hurt me personally. I was like, I, I pay y'all. Y'all want the service I pay for on my own. Like a big girl. <laughs> this is what you did to me. <laughs> <laughs> they meant that they meant that hollow piece, huh? They meant this, that shit. This LOL. Like my review was Raven Tyler lives up to its name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. Very hollow. Yes. It was hollow. A raven was there. Uh, <laughs> so like they were like, no, what if it's a mystery? You can't see what's gonna happen. And there's like, I I I seen it. This is this is not good. This is not <laughs> this is not smart. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> I want us to like be clear though like you said because the thing is i like that shutter keeps putting out the stuff so even atlas shrugs shit happens keep giving us stuff but we're going to read we have to read we have to shutter gives us a movie every week and like any other case of eggs they're not all gonna make it they're not gonna yeah. make it yeah. um and so you gotta break like five raven's hollows to get a bloody christmas bloody christmas or whatever it's called christmas bloody christmas wait which one yeah, um was tight that was tight. Is it bloody Christmas bloody or Christmas bloody Christmas? Christmas bloody Christmas. Thank you. That's that's a mood. Uh, Cause I was like, what we do yeah. shutter? And they're like, it's a ride, bitch. Buckle up. I'm like, okay, mm. I see you. I'm, I'm in. Yo, Joe, Joe B ghosts. Listen. That's the he hasn't been mood. missing for me. He has not been missing for me at all. Listen. Listen. Um, I showed all the way up. I might watch that again um when I get time, because I've only seen it the one time. And I didn't notice all the fucks in the movie because I say the word a lot. And people are like, no, it's almost every other word. I'm like, it didn't seem excessive to me, but also, who am I? <laughs> but also, listen to our fucking podcast. Listen. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready for mine? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie. Uh, choose or die. Oh, that was oh, bad. Too bad. That was real bad. Um, protect your mental health, Zero. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to waste y'all time. It's very, very short read. Y'all told me Robert England was going to be in this. Y'all know I go up for this man. Oh. He showed up for maybe a few minutes, yeah. um, gave what he was allowed to give, and then the rest of the movie was spoiled hot garbage on an Alabama summer day. Damn. He, his time was the same amount of time as somebody who rides by the home and puts a hand out the window to wave at the kids. Like, that's yeah. not... <laughs> yes. Yes. That's funny. I'm like, Papa, is that you? He's like, run up the window. Run up the window. <laughs> it Yeah, it was... Uh, that damn movie. And the sad thing is, like, when I, re like, I reviewed it around the time because there were redeemable things about it. But it just it just missed the mark. Like y'all told me it was gonna be video game, you know, killing people. All right, that sounds fun. Let's do it. There was, you know, I'm not even gonna talk about it no more. But Zero, can you please do your next one? Because I'm exhausted. I chose yeah. and I died. Evidently. I I realized I actually had that movie on my letterbox watch list. So um 
Excuse me while I just remove that. <laughs> really quick. Yep. Seeing you remove it is probably everything right now. Like the, In real time. The dead ass of it. The dead ass of it all. You're saving not even... lives. You're saving lives, Brother Goulish. You look yes. You just saved me from major disappointment. You're like, oh, okay, my okay. next movie is um The Exorcism of God. I never heard of that one. No. Nobody. One hell of a title, Jesus. Right? It's not like a metal, a metal band or something. Uh honestly, yeah. yeah um, the yeah. Exorcism of God. It's my new uh, dark wave band. <laughs> um anyway, uh this movie, I saw it on a festival run. I think I saw it at Fantastic Fest, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um I was very intrigued from the the blurb. So I did give it a shot. Um Basically, what had me hooked was that um, it's a story about a exorcist, and he um, is performing an exorcism. While he's performing an exorcism, he gets possessed by whatever he's trying to exorcise, which then leads him to sexually assault the woman that he is exorcising. No. And so now he has this moral, like, I was possessed. But actually, was he possessed? But he was possessed. He couldn't have control of his body. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a little bit more, like, you know, because when, when a sexual assault in a movie makes it to the blurb, like, this is the reason why we're having a conflict at all, I would expect it to be a little a little bit more intelligent you know like a little bit more thoughtful not just like you know throw a rape scene in there but that's how we started off the movie um crazy because that was just like the beginning of the movie and it was just so silly and stupid and they they tried a lot of things it was like three different movies in one and after a certain amount of time that whole really traumatic uncomfortable scene with the sexual assault during the exorcism didn't even matter so it was just kind of like why why yeah i would not recommend it at all in fact don't even think about it (laughs) anymore but um saw it at fantasia or fantastic i can't remember but um i never heard anything about it after that I'm happy you told me that that was trash so I don't try and watch it because I'm really trying to watch everything from last year even though movies I know mm-hmm. I'm not going to like like The Northman like Eric told me that's the Lion King with white people I know that's not for me but I'm going to hit play I, I'm screaming <laughs> Jesus Christ I was like I'm going to move further down my list I like to see a scar scar topless but also not The Lion King I was a theater kid I don't want to see Shakespeare like, I'm not here for Hamlet go away I'm here for Hamlet. Yeah, don't stay away from this one because just the quick the quick blurb about it sounds like it could be something that it is definitely not at all. I hate that. I'm disturbed. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Speaking of disturbing movies, my <laughs> my next movie is gonna disturb some of y'all. Um, my next movie is Pearl. I don't understand. 
I don't understand. People told me this was because like a lot of people who were iffy with X were like, this is better. And so I went in yeah. thinking it's going to at least be equal or better. And I walked out being like, he's undone all the goodwill he built with the, with House of the Devil and X. Because like, again, I didn't hate X. I just didn't yeah. need to see it again. But like Pearl, I'm like, we fighting, Mr. West. We Let Mia Goth go. Yeah. Let her go. Like, <laughs> is he um, blink twice if you're in trouble, Mia? Listen, <laughs> was, the movie was too fucking long. Um, the scenes are too fucking long. And also, part of what made Pearl cool in X, because like again, that movie was a mode bag. But what made her cool is that I thought we were having a commentary on how people regress when they get older, as we see with all of our elders. Oh, but apparently she was always this way. Because in Pearl, I'm like, is she supposed to be twelve? Because Mia Goth's not twelve. And then she got a husband. So like, oh, so she's not twelve. She's uh, what are you doing, Mister West? Are you inf- are you infantilizing women? Is that what we're doing here? And is Mia Goth just dancing in your haystacks? Yes. Um. <laughs> so I I hate Pearl. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I hate Pearl. People <laughs> like it. I don't understand. And then and then the end credits. People are like, oh, but the end credits. The end credits. Like. He is still not editing, and so I feel bad for him for most of the movie because he is the he is the director, the writer, and the editor. But he is clearly not meant to be editing. That's not his ministry because all his scenes are too fucking long, including the end where she's just staring at the camera forever and always. Like that worked for Psycho because it was the first time we'd seen it. Yeah, that was decades ago. We, nobody's still here for this now. You gotta give us something else. You can't just be like, let me not edit her and let her just like do all the things, and I'll tell her I might edit her someday, but I won't. Ah, hee <laughs> cuts, to, cuts to me wiping away a tear at that credits <laughs> I- and you know I'm telling the truth you know, know. <laughs> credits made me mad and I was also upset because I wanted to know how her husband goes along with all this murder she just committed and I'm like yeah. I should not be leaving yeah. I should not be leaving a movie called Pearl which should be about Pearl going I wonder how this man's gonna like get sucked in all this that's not the moment like that's not feminism that's not what we marched for look <laughs> I this movie, oh, the flames, the flames on the side of my face. Like, ah. Um, yeah. Mm. Pearl was my ministry. I literally was like, oh, the Wizard of Oz vibe. Okay, okay. The bright colors, the sound score. I just felt like ripples of euphoria. It just made me very emotional. Like, it definitely got me in this. Um... Wait, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Right oh, now. God, I'm serious. Okay. It's, it's a pretty movie to look at. I took yeah. a bunch of film classes and selectives. I, yeah. I get the MGM. I get it. But the way people go up for this and X, like mm-hmm. when my like top 10 list was posted at Dread, people were like, you don't have Pearl or X on here. Have you ever seen a movie? And I'm like, have you, Chuck? Because I took a film class and I've seen multiples. I know what a movie should look like. Clearly, you fucking don't. I, Ooh, watched, the, I watched the original <laughs> When a Stranger Calls from 1979, the first 20 minutes to relax. I understand what a horror movie should do. Clearly you don't. Because <laughs> you're out here being like, Ty West did something, so I gotta like it. And it's like, for whom? For why? Is he paying you? Are you on his PR team? Eat that, Chuck. Listen, me and Chuck will go out in the alley and I'm gonna make it his ass. Because, like, I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired. Enough is enough. Listen, no more mid-movies. That's my platform. Vote for me. No more mid-movies. I'm gonna write that down. I liked Pearl, but I didn't love Pearl. I just thought X was so X did make my my top movies of 2022 just because it was very kooky, didn't take itself too seriously, which I like. 
um, and a little kind of, uh, unrealistic. Um, and I also did really like the, they showed sex workers in a more positive light, um, which I had not seen before. Yeah. I was interested in Pearl because I wanted more backstory on the character, but I think I wanted, they were like two very different movies. And yeah. I think I was expecting Pearl to be more like X, but it was actually very different. Again, I thought it was too long, um, but I, I wasn't mad at it, but I, I definitely didn't love it like everyone else did. But I'm excited for Maxine to see what happens there. I'm tapping out at Pearl because, <laughs> again, X was fine. And I was like, I'll go to Pearl. And then Pearl was like, ha bitch. I'm like, no, you ain't going to play with me this way. Because I give people three strikes. If you, if you have three movies that I am not fucking with, I have to assume that we're not meant to be. And oh, so you, you counted the innkeepers? Yes. <laughs> so the innkeepers and Pearl are two very big strikes for me. And Tough X is crowd. on thin ice. X is on thin ice. And it's mostly because of the cast, why I'm not just like, ugh. Because um, again, I've seen that movie. And so I'm like, why am I here? Why did I put on pants? And so I'm going to skip Maxine. Because Kid Cudi's fine as fuck. Come on. Kid Cudi is fine as fuck. Yeah. Which is yeah. another reason why that movie sticks in my yeah. mind. Um, but like... <laughs> I'm skipping Maxine and like Ty West's movie after Maxine. I'll try that and see yeah. if we can be friends. Cause like he's already burnt bridges in this franchise he needs to make. And you know what? If I had the bag and I could just be like, I make a few movies, fuck y'all. I probably would too. But also you need to hire an editor. Good sir. You need to hire an editor tonight. Don't go forward on Maxine. You get an edits. editor. Listen. I didn't know that he edits his own shit. Ty West, if you hear this, don't, don't, don't cut Pearl. Just send it to me. <laughs> It's a, send me the uncut version. I, I will. No, that thirty-minute monologue where she explains all the things we should have just known about her from watching a two-hour movie. I was like, "Who is this for?" Uh, also, uh, yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. Also, she auditioned once and shut down. Like, how many oh. of us have gotten rejected multiple times? Is this bitch a Virgo? Like, what's happening? I'm confused. I can't take it. No, can I say? Oh, you that was her, that was eerily perfect the way you just did that. Little southern twang in <laughs> It's crazy because like I'm over here saying I love the movie, but let's let's stop there for a second because I agree with that. That's what I don't understand about her. It's your first audition and your last, and you killed everyone. Like you you didn't even know if you were going to get it. This is the thing is. As much as I love Pearl, I will admit, right, this isn't the same Pearl and X. Because the yeah. thing about the X version of Pearl, I did, I don't know the right way to say this without sounding offense, so I'm going to be very careful. But I wasn't getting kind of the same symptoms from her. Yeah. It felt more like she lived a full life and she experienced true beauty. And then in getting older, she had to kind of face that. And it was really difficult. That's who With Pearl you. felt like. Yep. But then this other Pearl, she feels like she's exhibiting a different level of psychosis. And once again, if I'm using the wrong words, you know, my apologies. But it's different. It's not the same. It's not the same yeah. symptoms at all. Yeah. Again, like, you don't usually go backwards to do a character assassination on your character you want us to follow. That's not normal people do. They want to move forward and keep it going because they ain't got nothing to add. Like, we had a whole... we Our first Fear Street Fight of the Year on Patreon was about Pearl because Trent likes her, and I, I had notes. And so... <laughs> Um, and it's 50 minutes of me being like, but also this, 
but also this, and also this. Um, I I liked the mother's death. That was the most exciting death. The rest of the deaths were weak as fuck. Um, I'm just like, oh, another pitchfork? How original. <laughs> the deaths in both the films, to me, just kind of, you know, for anything I would love for Pearl, it definitely wouldn't be the deaths. It would be more just kind of like the cinema of it all, I guess, and just the, the artsy, bright colors and and stuff like that. Um, I really it, here's the anomaly with me, right? Because I'm a I'm kind of a weirdo in this. Sometimes the reason that I will say like I don't like this movie, right, is because it'll be a great movie, um, or a good movie, but it's been hyped to death, and then it just kind of let's there's that setup for something that's going to because as much horror as I watch, which I watch a lot, right. It's one of those things where not all of the horror that I see, I feel is like life changing or life altering. Right? I just want to go for a good time. You know, it doesn't so, need to be, I don't know, it doesn't need to be anything other than a good time. Right? It's okay for a movie to be fine. And I think X is yeah. fine. I think Pearl is less than fine. Um, but like a lot of people are like, it's got to be a 10 or a 1. They don't want to act like there's an in between. And that's hurting movies because people are like, it's the new malignant. And it's like, it's not the new malignant. You need to go see another movie. Um, <laughs> malignant was something special. Like malignant that was, a was yeah. I've watched that movie so many times, and I don't regret it. The people yelling the barbarian was a new malignant. I was like, no, it's not. You don't understand what you said. You wrong. And I let it go because I can't fight with everybody on the internet. But also, <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't like movies that are predictable, which Pearl is, and I don't like movies that are like going backwards on things that they made that were almost cool. Because again. There was enough in X for me to want to see the sequel or the prequel, yeah. I guess. And is so Max like, Bean a sequel then? Is that what it's going to be? It's going to go back to following um, the other character, Maxine, um, from the original that survived. That's what I heard. Ah, uh, okay. And so also we went okay. backwards and then to go forwards. And so we're also playing with like a Star Wars timeline situation. I don't come to movies to do math. I So I'm going to catch him outside of this franchise. And I'm excited to see what Mia Goth does in Infinity Pool at Sundance because I need to see her outside of Ty West to know if I like her or not. Because I don't know anymore. Because <laughs> she's so entwined in this shit. <laughs> Child, it's, it's been a ride this year, hasn't it? 2022 was a roller coaster with no seatbelts and safety bars. Like we were just out here dangling. Like <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh God. All right. So mine is next. We'll do Hellbender. Oh, that's a bad one. I mean, yeah. Tell us about it, right? <laughs> I don't really have much to say. It's it's if you notice the the consistency with my list, it's this this hype versus the delivery. And Hellbender was that. Because this was before The Innocence came out. Um, but it was actually number one on like the top horror movies of the year. And I'm like, oh, let me pull up on that. And then I'm like, okay. I feel like Hellbender is one of those movies where people are like, oh, the visuals are so cool and stunning. And they don't understand yeah. it doesn't make a movie. That's a PowerPoint. Like, I, <laughs> I went to sleep. <laughs> 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 oh, facts though. I went to sleep and I felt bad. It's like, oh, it's really pretty to look at, but what's going on? I don't know if I care. Great sleep, and I'm an insomniac, so <laughs> I appreciate that. But I don't think it's the intention. <laughs> Hellbender, aka melatonin. So I should take this off my watch list on Letterbox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> In real time. <laughs> Fuck. 
I just spent the, well, the at least time. my list is getting easier to go through. Thanks I'm shocked that. I still have movies left. Like we we're doing the things and we're even it out because I just checked because I knew I like had added some stuff and then I had to like subtract one and but like we we's in a good place we all have four left. Okay. And a lot of them are the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, for real! All right, let's get to it then. Firestarter was ass. Yes. Yeah. That's my number four. So it's coming up for my next movie. Hated it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was ass. I'm I'm sorry for um. What's his name? Sorry um, to that man. That man. Sorry, sorry to this man. Zach Afron. Yeah, he deserved a better movie. <laughs> he, he does. Yeah. I actually think he's a very talented lad. He seems very um, interesting. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a beer with him. Yes. I watched his travel documentary, which was pretty cute. Oh. And I think he's very handsome. Uh-huh. And he didn't deserve this. He didn't. We didn't deserve yeah. it either, though. So, like, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Because here's the thing, Firestarter was not the strongest Stephen King book, and it was not the strongest Stephen King movie, and so Blumhouse is like, let's adapt it again, and I was like, for whom? You shaky, and they were like, ha ha, and it was bad, and it was so Yo, bad. Yo, I don't know if I knew that Blumhouse was behind this. I, I think I knew that. I'm going to go ahead and Maybe out myself, like my bottom four are all Blumhouse movies. Hmm. I didn't want it to be that way. <laughs> they did it. They made the movies. <laughs> they produced them. I watched them. Um, yeah. But Firestarter was going to be my number four originally, and it was about to be my number three. But yeah, yeah. Because I hated it that much. <laughs> Ryan, did it make your list? No. No. But it's not because I loved it. This is not a surprise moment. I just, okay. there were just, it definitely was, we could have, if we had more time, we could have had like a 15, I'm pretty sure, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay a couple, 20. Yeah. Um, listen. Damn. I'm going to say less because I've said it on so many other podcasts that people who are listening <laughs> and on, like, bitch, stop repeating yourself. But yeah, but, I was, I had a thought or two about last year. <clears throat> My next movie. <laughs> To start this Blumhouse quadruple um, threat is Unhuman. Did y'all see Unhuman? No. I was oh. watching it um, under uh, the influence of something that I will not say. And you needed more of it, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It wasn't high enough, Joe, so I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I was feeling Unhuman. Like no. it, It's one of those movies where it's like whoever is doing the things was like, let's get all the good words we need, but let's not actually like give it a good script. Um, Mm. So like, they're like, people want diversity. Yay. People want youth. Yay. Uh, People want intersectionality. Yay. And then they're like, well, we got to do something with it. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) And it's like, you can't just be like, here are all your words on a shitty script. You have to be like, here's a script. And here are the words we're taking the notes because otherwise it's performative as fuck. And Unhuman was very performative as fuck. And I feel bad for all the actors involved. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, main girl on the front of the poster is cute as hell. She is. Hey, when she's, that happens. She's in another <laughs> mid movie I saw last year. I forgot what it is. Damn. Right. <laughs> not a, not a double homicide. Two mid don't make it right. <laughs> <laughs> but Dude, I won't I've never her. heard of it, but I will stay away from this. <laughs> it's it's a Blumhouse Breakfast Club that thinks it's smarter than it is. Um, mm. 
Literally, they're like, we have heard of online bullying. We have heard of diversity. We heard about it. We heard about it. Once. (laughs) Once upon a time. It says says that she was also in Gone in the Night, but you know what's pissing me off about this movie? Why do they keep changing the name of it? Because on the festival, in the film festival circuit, it had two other names. Like when I saw it in um, yeah. Overlook, it was something else. Yeah, no, because like that's what happened. Because you have Winona Ryder in a thriller, and we've not seen her in a minute, and you have Dermot Mulroney. People gonna fucking show up. It, like we are children of the '90s. So I stumbled across on accident when I'm trying to clear shit from last year for my list, and I was like, it's fine, it's mid, <laughs> but like it's it's not the worst thing I've seen. It's not on this list, so that tells you right there <laughs> it's doing better than a lot of these movies. <laughs> hmm. Wasn't it, it was called Cow, right, or something like that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go, Cow. Yeah. And there's one or two references that make that title make sense more than Gone in the Night. I. And then she was in. I still know what you did last summer. The. Uh, I mean, sorry. I I know what you did last summer. The remake. Um. Yeah, it was a rough year for Miss Brienne Chu. I hope they paid her a bag for each of those because they were all rough, and to have to carry those when you are so young and you are so <laughs> early in your career. <laughs> Right, young and a baddie. Like, this is sad. I'm rooting for you, Brienne. Listen. Get them bags. Say no to some projects. Get a a new agent, please. (laughs) ASAP. (laughs) If I see you in Maxine, I'll be concerned. Um, Shady. You're shady. I'm not. Okay. You are. (laughs) I live. I live. (laughs) What's your next movie, right? Good Madam. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. Send tweet. Yes. I hate that movie. Send tweet. I never heard of this one. Um Sheree wins uh wins text message gold globe of the year award because after this movie came in, she started using the scrub and the in the smiling emoji together. And every time I saw that shit, I fucking threw my phone across the house because there is a scene in here where there's a woman who's scrubbing the floor and she's like smiling and it's supposed to look scary, but it just looks, I don't, it just, I don't know. It looks not even funny. It's just sad. Like I feel sad for the person who wrote the script. I feel sad for the person who directed the scene and I feel worse for the actress because she seems like she can act, but she's doing with what they gave her once again. And we know who gave it to her. Oh, Good, good, madam is another Shutter movie. Um, this one fails because it's a white woman writing about apartheid, and she got together Ooh, with a bunch of right, okay. right, got and it, it shows. Because like I was fifteen minutes in, like a white person's been here, and after it went off, I was like, let me Google this name. She's a white woman, and she hired black people to help her write it supposedly, but I don't see the influence. Um, because like she is still centering white people and also telling a, a story that is not hers and so it feels yeah. disjointed and removed like a museum piece and I'm just like nobody wants more museum pieces we have museums like it, even the whole Egyptian angle that comes out of nowhere um yeah no yeah no, no. And because she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing, we have a woman who comes across to white audiences as an angry black woman. When I'm mm-hmm. like, no, there's more here. Like her and her brother have a history. This actor is giving us that, even though we don't get it in the script and the story. They have mm-hmm. a history. She doesn't want him in the house because of dot, dot, dot. And we don't need more white women writing angry black women and being like, I'm doing the racist work because it's the wrong kind of racist work you're doing, Susie. Um, <laughs> so I need you to set your ass down. What? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. 
What a rough one. Okay. You said that one was on Shutter. Was it a Shutter original? I think so, yeah. So, disappointed. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> next, I have the pronoun movie. Oh, that's my next one. It's definitely on my list. That's my next one. Blumhouse, how dare you? <laughs> and you know, I was, I was actually really excited for this film when the title dropped because I was like, oh, that's tight. Like we could we yeah. we could do something here, but it was like too gay for its own good, but mm-hmm. like not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was, I felt like, well, one I feel like the the trans and non-binary characters were kind of like, I feel like they got the short end of the stick, but then I I realize that the creator of this movie is is a gay woman. I thought it was a man. I thought it was a white man. Man? Yeah, a gay white man. A a cis gay man. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Because it's not really your experience. So that's probably why I'm feeling that way. The fucking, the sing-songy thing. That was a hate crime. Oh, God. (laughs) That pink, um, perfect. I can't listen to her no more. (laughs) I I mean, I I don't think, I have a handful of straight friends, but... Yeah, they get, I don't think they're going to do that. That's, not a handful. It's probably not, not a no damn conversion camp. Like, uh, why do you embarrass me like that? It's, I, the secondhand embarrassment was just too much. Granted, there was a twist in there that I actually kind of liked. I was like, oh, that was spicy. But the whole thing just left a terrible taste in my mouth. And I knew it was going to be terrible mm-hmm. after like reading more <clears throat> about what, what the film entails, who's behind it, <clears throat> Bumhouse. <laughs> but I, I watched it just because I was just too curious. Like I had to know. So I I knew this going into it, but I wanted to see just to make sure. And like sometimes with these movies, like these movies that you know are gonna be bad before you go into them, I'm a big fan of like hate watching things. So like I will enjoy my time watching something that's terrible because I can just hate on it the whole time and it's fun. But I couldn't even hate on this. It was just embarrassing. Like the hate watch was replaced with secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Not, not, mm, mm, mm. yeah. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. It was awkward. I I felt like I was witnessing a hate crime, but I didn't know how to intervene <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to say or do. So I just gotta sit here on Twitter. <laughs> um, it was it was bad. It was real bad. And it was my next movie. We we got me the fuck out of here. I have one movie left, and I'm gonna withhold it because it deserves to be number one because it's that fucking awful, and it's the only movie I really want to send to hell in a handbasket. So I'm gonna okay. abstain from this round. <laughs> Okay, so let's go to Ghoulish then. Um, Harrigan's phone. I didn't even. That's also on my list. <laughs> I and this is one of those cases where I read the story, and if it bleeds, the story's good. Like the short story is good. Mm-hmm. Now the anomaly <laughs> is that not that it was bad because okay, whatever, right? Is that I don't really see where they deferred much from the short story and yet it felt awful as a as a film and it's just an example of where this could have actually been a short story and i think it would have been okay it would have been forgivable 
it didn't need to be as long as it was, which I think is a recurring theme for a lot of the movies on on this list. Like, Word. stop giving people feature length coin for something that could honestly be an ultra short. Because it, note. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't need it, and it's it's just horrible. And then that same thing that we're talking about with influencer, where it portrays you know influencers in one light. This definitely feels like an old like out of touch person who's throwing shade at the social media generation. Um, not realizing that people just aren't like this, you know, like it's just, and that's the piece you don't see in the short story because it's part of the backdrop. Cause the joke is that everyone's on their phone and I'm like, Oh, this hasn't been done before. I guess it was just, a, I almost hit play. And then jazz is like, ah, ah, ah. and I was like, thank you. <laughs> so I kept going my day. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Unforgivable. Mm. All right. So Zara, you want to do your last one? Because uh, Sheree said she wants to do hers last. So okay. I got, I, I got one after somehow. that. Like we started having a lot of the same ones after like we're even. It was all like, nah, we all want to talk about this one. We all gotta talk about that one. Yeah. yeah. Like, we cleared house real fast in these bottom five, just so we all aware. But like if you if you do your second one, we can start the first rounders, and I don't mind going first because I, yeah. I wanna fight this movie. It's gonna be a minute. Like, okay. <laughs> uh oh. Um, I fucking hated the invitation. It was oh. mid. Oh, yeah, it was mid. But I, I, but I don't know. I didn't hate I thought it. It was more than mid. It was, it was a fucking it, Hallmark Ooh. cheese, Ooh. like a big ass block of Hallmark cheese. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, first of all, rich white people shit. Okay, true. And we've seen this scenario like so many times. Black girl marries into the fucking rich white family who's royalty whatever that's that shit is old that's like that's what screams hallmark and then the dialogue oh my god the fucking dialogue was just cheese balls cheese balls everywhere and y'all know i love like i love like a a little bit of cheese here and there i think it it actually like it, it does a little something a little cheese, but tasteful cheese. This was just too much. And I couldn't even, like, it did take me two tries. I did finish it just to say that I did finish it. Because I'm one of those who's like, I have to finish what I started. Yeah. But the first time, I didn't even get to the actual part where that told me that this was a vampire movie. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is this Hallmark bullshit? <laughs> like, what are you guys gonna fucking okay? That guy's the love interest, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna do this, and then they're gonna kiss, and then it's gonna be a problem. There's gonna be hints of racism, mm-hmm. but not enough to actually call it that. Cheese, it's, cheese. It's not the PG thirteen. I'm gonna die on a hill for. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm rooting for everybody black, but also I'm gonna just go and sit here. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what tricked me. The idea that I'm not gonna lie, I did like like the um the the black protagonist and I even like how the best friend was written and stuff. I thought it was kinda cute. Mm-hmm. Um but even with me saying that child, this was not on my top twenty or thirty. I mean it just it just it was fine. It was okay. Like I mean, it didn't change my life or anything. No. Definitely like, not. I, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of the like critics made it sound, but also it's not great. And so yeah. <laughs> It's not one I was like, how dare you? I was like, yeah. 
Um, I'm like super allergic to romance movies, <laughs> like deathly allergic. Listen. And so this had that like cheesy romance Hallmark movie dialogue. Yeah. That's like people don't actually talk like this. And you're trying to like make everything sound more romantic because eventually these two characters are going to fall in love. And I'm just like jumping out of my skin, man. I'm like pulling my shit off. Like, get me out of here. This is gross. Yeah. I heard there was vampires eventually. But right now I'm uncomfortable. The the CGI did not help. Um, Facts. (laughs) Breaking my silence. Uh, okay, so I it's get time. It's time. So for the number ones, I I am a poor, so I don't stop movies I rent. I need to open with that disclaimer. I've never hit stop on a movie, no matter how bad, because again, I am a poor. Um, when I tell you this movie had me all the way fucked up for the wrong reasons, and I am beefing with this creator now, and she's a woman of color, so I want to root for her. But also, soft and quiet is a racist bitch of a movie, and I don't want everyone to huh. see it again. Like, white people are the people who reviewed it, obviously, and they're trying to find a hope and a hate crime. The movie, because after I hit stop, I went ahead and like read reviews and shit because I knew I was like, I'll finish that shit. Um, it ends in an actual hate crime after like an hour and a half of slurs and racism and white women living their most problematic lives. It ends in a hate crime. And some reviewers are like, but there's hope in that hate crime because, and I'm like, no, what? miss what? me. So I want to fight this movie. It's the only movie I've ever been like, send it to hell in the express lane. Because again, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of a lot of movies. Clearly I'm salty, but also <laughs> I'm not out here. Like we'll actually fight on site. But if that movie was a person, I would be in jail right now. I would need bail money. Mm. I I have never in my life had another person of color fucking injure me that much in a movie. For shock Damn. This was on my list, but you did warn me to steer clear. So did Jen. So I don't have to take it off the watch list. We <laughs> took it off the watch list whenever the last time we spoke was. Listen, because like, and that's my other thing is that Twitter is that bitch. And so like me, Jazz, and Chris Love, who's another black woman who loves horror, were all like, this shit's harmful. And white people are like, I don't see why you offended. I had a good time. And it's like, if you like watching hate crimes, yeah. Like literally, <laughs> these bitches, these bitches, the whole hour and a half is them just being like, let's say everything racist at our group meeting. And then let's go over here and like also say some racist things to the only two brown people in the movie and then go hate crime them real quick. And that way we're going to end it. And it's taken in like one shot. And people <clears throat> love that. Like that's art. I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's filmed to look like one shot. It can still be shit. Um, this movie is literally just there for shock value and like the amount of like black and brown people who are fucking pissed at it should tell you to say less to Judith but Judith's like no mm. I need it and I'm like what do you do with it Judith who keeps seeing these performance pieces and you keep doing nothing are you talking to your racist uncles are you not being racist anymore what are you doing after you see these movies because you keep making me sit through them that's a good point I didn't think about that but that's I mean we don't need it anyway, you know what I mean? But that's a good point. If you're just using it for art, then just save it because it's triggering to the people who actually have to live through this shit. Yeah. Like, that's, this yeah. shit was not okay. Again, out of all these movies, because I did say a bunch of shit about a lot of these movies, if people were like, I like it, I'm like, whatever. But when yeah. people are like, I like South Carolina, I'm like, explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this one, I feel like a lot of people went up for this too. Like, I felt like the they girls did. were losing their mind over this. So, yeah. 
white people love racism. They do. And part of it is because they see these extreme moments of racism. And this one, to be fair, is also (laughs) anti-Semitic. They see these extreme moments of racism, anti-Semitic. And they're like, I'm not like that. And so, like, it makes me feel better about myself. And I'm like, but mm. you're still doing the awful Lord's work. <laughs> like you're still out here on Microaggression <laughs> Monday. Like it's your favorite sport. That's so like the fact world. you don't see yourself this time don't mean you're absolved. Um, you need to work on yourself. You can't be like I'm not like that bitch. Um, and then go out and be like, yay, my top ten. It ain't mm-hmm. top ten. This is literally ninety minutes of them just saying shit. I I don't ever need to hear white people throwing the n word around. I don't need to hear them throwing out any of the words they used. I don't need to see swastika pie ever again. And I don't need a camera to sit on the swastika pie for five minutes for shock value. Yeah. Okay, so you're just telling on yourself by putting this in your top movies. You're, you're just telling on yourself. Listen, red flags. This movie's yeah. for people who like to play devil's advocate. Ah, uh, I can see that. Or two or four. Listen, those are the kiddies who are like, yes. <laughs> 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 fair alright I'll do mine next and it's one I haven't even seen it's just a uh, what? no it's I a agree, reason though. I haven't seen it but I agree as I saw I'm like yep and Zero <laughs> you you will too uh, Jeepers Creepers Reborn um, oh, everyone stop asking like, who's me JC? stop <laughs> asking me I'm not going to watch it and you shouldn't either the amount of people who after we all told them, because that's one of the few times that we're like, we were all like, yo, y'all keep forgetting. So like, like clockwork every couple months, don't forget, don't forget. And if people wouldn't saw it, I was like, I just saw it and it's trash. I'm like you deserve to see a shitty movie because you wouldn't have supported that bullshit. Exactly. When did it even come out? Did it go into the theater? Yeah. Like, people mm-hmm. run in the club, people run in the clubhouse being like, I just saw Jeepers Creepers. Like who are you talking to? Not me because... <laughs> I mean, people were pulling up in my freaking uh, DMs, and I'm like, left on red. Jeepers it's, Creepers? That is not the franchise to die on. Like, literally, no. it was mid to begin with. Like, Facts. mid. Um, and also, he shouldn't have been making that movie because he should have been in jail. And so, like, yeah. non-starter. <laughs> but y'all let him have some mid-sequels, and now you're like, well, I gotta finish it, and I gotta keep supporting pedophiles. For whom's? You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta. Take this movie off your shelf. Take your R. Kelly CDs off your shelf and go sit down. <laughs> yeah, facts. Oh my God. The movie just like on the shelf right next to R. Kelly Grace. Right? <laughs> you know they do. Box sets for both. <laughs> the math is math. <laughs> they won't be along, they won't be alone for long though with this TI movie coming, trust. So. Oh my God. <laughs> that shelf won't be. <laughs> Stick it right in the middle. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> My number one is the cursed that okay. werewolf movie that it came the out. name of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had the name of it. What was Again. the original name? I don't remember. Uh, Eight silver or something. It was something cool. It was oh fuck. What was it? Hold on, I'm about to look it up. I'm curious. I saw it in a festival two years ago, and it had a better name. Eight for silver. Yeah, because I rented it, being like, that's a fucking cool-ass name. And then I watched it, I'm like, oh, okay, I should have not. Because I paid for everyone outside of my, like, pass, because I was like, I missed it. I'm going to just, like, rent it real quick. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow, shenanigans. Shenanigans. I was just so bored. Yeah. Did y'all see it? Oh, no, you watched it, Sheree. Did you watch it, Ghoulish? 
Um, kind of. We'll say that. Uh huh. That's what I thought because so did I. It took me two <laughs> times, and then the second time, I just gave up. I was just. It was such a fucking snooze fest. Like I mean, I was down, and I, I actually am. Around this time, I'm looking for another werewolf movie to make my personality because it's been a while. Yeah, but that that was not the one, like at all. I'm losing faith. Yeah, I I keep trying to decide. <laughs> I keep trying to decide if that movie upset me more than my best friend's exorcism or vice versa, because both of them really let me fucking down. Yeah, that one. That was a weird movie, and not weird in the because I like weird movies. Um, weird in the sense of like, what did they think this would feel like? Because this movie feels like not horror. It almost feels like it wanted to be a Goosebumps episode, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they just gave it more leeway. That you know why it happened because of the Goosebumps stuff that's coming and all the Fear Street stuff. It was probably catered to someone else. Um, wasn't supposed to be me, probably. It felt like that friend who just gave themselves bangs and you got to just sort of sit there and be like, Ooh. Interesting. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly they go it through something. Great. Yeah. It, it, it is unique. Yay. <laughs> you did that to yourself. <laughs> you better. <laughs> you better. <laughs> <laughs> Your scissors are really sharp. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, the violence of truth. The violence. That should have been this episode's title. What? (laughs) The violence. The violence that is the truth. I mean, we talked a lot of shit this episode, obviously. Like, look at our runtime. But we also had, like, this, this list was, I mean, it wasn't hard to make but it also wasn't easy there's a lot of movies that i like this year and even the movies that i like was indifferent about had redeeming qualities that could kind of save it for me but knowing uh, we watched a lot of movies this year so there was gonna be a handful regardless it's just it didn't have to be this way (laughs) it didn't we could have had it all (laughs) we really could (laughs) have But hey, at least with uh, our girl Megan, 2023 is already off to a really good start. Yeah. Yeah. We got all the movies coming out. I'm excited to like clean my palette and try and forget what I've seen in 2022. It's a new year. New me. Mm -hmm. I actually like, I love slashers. They're like my whole personality now. (laughs) There's a new scream coming out, Zero. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The moment you said, I'm like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 2023 is the year that uh, Star Wars becomes race <laughs> I'm gonna be it, like, give me that what you call Baby Yoda, Grogu, that Grey Goose, Grey Goose. Give me the Grey Goose. Oh I God, that Grey Goose. <laughs> Take us out of here. Well, everyone, Blurdy Massacre is back. Come celebrate with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at Blurdy Massacre. And please leave a rate, 
and please leave a review and please do those things on apple Podcasts and on spotify where they allow and if there's some place that you know that you can review us and rate us that we haven't seen before then go ahead and do it there too and until next time bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.